We take this to Philadelphia, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I don't have to worry about being deported in America, the great fucking country it is. I'll beat your ass in fucking Philly. I'll beat your ass in fucking Delaware. I've been you twice on this fucking tour. And yet again, for fans to talk shit about me saying fuck all the time, I'm so sorry my fucking vocabulary is limited. I went to public school in America. You should see behind, like, uh, any of the TVs in this house. Just yeah. HDMI cables just, like, twisted together and some lead nowhere and... There's, you know, there's four, there's like a, an, an original NES in the little cabinet <laughs> underneath the uh, the little TV stand that isn't a TV stand. We've got the TV mounted. We mounted two TVs yesterday. This is this is a hell of a thing. Um, yeah. It took I, us about three and a half hours to mount, to, to unmount two TVs, mount two new TVs, um, deal with bad drill bits and not having the right equipment. Um and then a really funny moment uh, happened when uh, we stripped this this Phillips head screwdriver, and uh, and Emily said, "This is worthless. I'm going to throw it away." And she was like turning a corner, and as she was coming around, Pearl was coming around holding a balloon from Jack's birthday. That's like, uh, and she popped it, and like on completely by accident. Um, and it was and Pearl Pearl, Pearl flipped out. out. She flipped out. She cried. <laughs> Um, Emily fucked up big time. <laughs> and so what she did, she ended up like Pearl ran to her room and Emily, uh, went and she took the other two balloons and like said, look, we can, we can destroy them together, you know? And so oh. Pearl popped the other two balloons and she was all right. That's a power move. That's good. Yeah. The wife gets it. No, she's great. She's great. Welcome to wrestling is gross. Uh, my name is Bucky. Yes, is gross. My name is Siobhan. Oh, wife chat. Sorry, sorry. Um, no, but it was cool. Uh, it's it's been yeah. hectic. The ho- the holidays, the holiday season. Um, holiday fucking season. <laughs> ambiguously stated, uh, the war on Christmas is still going on. Here's the thing about happy holidays. <laughs> happy uh, holidays. Andy Williams. Who are these motherfuckers? <laughs> like, okay, there's like celebrating New Year's Eve, but there's still, and then there's the not, but there's also like <laughs> acknowledging that it exists. Uh-huh. I always, I always felt like at first it was like, yeah, that too, because it's a thing. Yeah. You get a fucking day off. That's cool. Yeah, I love having a day off. I lo- actually I hated that because um, it was always like such a shitty like, oh fuck, I gotta go back to school tomorrow. Fuck this. Sure. Fuck this. But having that morning off is lovely. Having New Year's Eve, where I'm like, I don't have to fucking pay attention. I don't have to fucking go to bed. I'm just gonna watch. Fucking you watch the fireworks China. in in China, in China. That's how Trump would say it. China. Uh, China. <laughs> it, I, we are a, a fire lo- fireworks loving household and a Christmas lights loving ass household. I, uh, I we're going never, again after the. Okay, after, this, that was the the promise to get Pearl to sleep. Was all right. We're, I'm going to go record a podcast. 
and then you're going to sleep. And then when we get, when you get up, we can maybe go see Christmas lights. That's, that's the conditions for what, uh, by which I am here. Okay. So I am personally not a fireworks person in the sense of that. I've literally never set, never set off a firework. Oh, damn. It's cool. Roman yeah. candle fights are like, they're obviously very dangerous, but it's, it's, it's all right. But also, of course, um, I live in a real piece of shit trash area. So there's always fucking fireworks going off. There are fireworks after the Eagles won last week. That, that, that uh, what? So they're for, like, to how are, stop this how are Nim Eagles? This fucking four and eight team, Nim Eagles. Four and eight. I was going to ask how, how are Nim Eagles doing. The fucking dog shit is what they are. Four and they're eight. Not, I hear I, I've I've seen people make Carson Wentz jokes on the TL, but I I don't I haven't been I let me tell you, uh, kicking football out of my fucking life finally after years of like devotion and fucking fantasy and just obsession over a sport that I find pretty fucking boring to watch. Yeah. I uh, am so happy to be out of that. But how are Namigals doing? Because when they won, I was like really you know big dick Nick Foles, and then he's in Chicago now, and I don't know how they're doing. Probably not great. No, they're not. Yeah. Uh, Nick Foles is only good as an eagle, and even then it was only like three seasons in which he was any good. Cinderella like, story. Still love him. He deserves a statue. Yeah, yeah. Dude rocks. I, I was really happy. That was a, that was a big win. Um, fuck the uh, fuck Patriots. Free Meek Mill. Is he, he's out now, right? Yeah, he's out. <laughs> he's like a piece out. of shit, right? Isn't he like... He he was on. He was trending for like he was the main character on Twitter for a day, you know. No, Meek's all right. Okay. He's just like, he's yeah. Just a guy. Baseless accusations that he's a piece. Of, I have I have no idea. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, yeah, Christmas. Um, the uh, the Yule log. You ever think about that? I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you? Uh, I'm thinking about the uh, KFC Yule logs that uh, are supposed to make. Uh, you throw them in the fireplace, and then they make your whole house smell like fr- uh, fried chicken. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's a fucking thing, man. Hmm. Hang on. Hang on. KFC. Uh, logs? I don't... <laughs> yeah. Limited edition herbs and spices fire log. These are for sale now? These are still around? Yeah, they've been there. I mean, oh. they introduced them like two or three years ago. Uh, pickup and not I available, like, but I could I could get free delivery. Fuck? If I get $35 or more on Walmart.com, I can get free delivery by Monday, December 28th. And we could maybe that's maybe that's a, a New Year's tradition we could start. Wow, I didn't know about this. That's cool. That's you know you cool. gotta fucking diversify your brand. Forget you chestnuts just... roasting over an open fire because KFC's famous fried chicken scented eleven herbs and spices fire log is back for its third consecutive holiday season. Yeah, all right. Enjoy the scent uh, before burning. The smell escapes when lit. Oh, wait. What? <laughs> so it just smells like um, it, and then you burn it, and it's just like a fire. I think it's. I mean, I think it dissipates. As okay. It, okay. Like, fucking. I mean, uh, so does. Off, but I don't. So I'm, too does like, the, the logs. All kinds of. There's all kinds are, of sound of the logs. What it's, a weird thing. I never had a fire until I was like. I mean, you know, I grew up in Southeast Texas. You don't. You're not trying to make fuck, it hotter there, like ever. Yeah. Um, fuck you. You know, when you have a fire, when you're, you know, out. Like haunting in the woods. Yeah, yeah, that and that then, is the thing people and do. Then, then, sure. Yeah, no, that is a, that is the thing where I'm from. I just I never it was never a thing that I'm not as as far as people who lived in Texas for over 20 years. I'm not. I don't identify as that type of guy. Um, I think camo looks like shit, and that mossy oak. Shove it up your fucking ass, man. Shove it up your, <laughs> dirt, your dirty gay ass. You fucking. Yeah, you I'm, are not here to cover yourself in deer piss. Yeah, 
Unless you're carrying a fucking bow staff, then you should not be dressed like that. I'm sorry to anybody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if the Boston Nuga hears this and he's wearing mossy oak right now. I don't. I know it's just part of the, the culture there, and I I just can't get down with it. It happens here in Illinois. It's a. This is a country. There there is there are hillbillies and like, just th- that is a type of person that exists all over this great nation. Absolutely. Uh, I work with a bunch of them. I work in a place where people come from like three different counties. And, you know, the biggest city is the one I live in, which is Peoria. And it's like 110,000 people. Everything else is just scattered suburbs and fucking farmland and shit. And it's. You live in a double A ball kind of town. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. We li- it's a single A team. The Peoria oh, Chiefs. Man, that's, that's a single A team where I, where I met Sergeant Slaughter. Exactly. Yeah. I was gonna, I, fucking. They should be. What the fuck is the double A team for the Cubs or White Sox or for, doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's weird. These these guys feed into the Cardinals, which of course everybody okay. knows is the number one baseball team for racists, besides the Yankees. Yeah. But the Yankees uh, also no offense to our friend John, who lovely man. He's just from there. He didn't like the Cardinals. Does he? No, he's card yeah he's Cardinals. Okay. Well shuts But up. he's alright though. So yeah. He gets the right. he gets the shittiest weed and the shittiest beers. Shouts out to John. Um well that's that's a little banter. I'm really showing my ass on the fact that I couldn't remember where the free triple uh, A uh, minor league <laughs> double A minor league teams are. God, even worse. Yeah, you're you're never gonna get that 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 guest spot now on on Jane Aust and LLW or whatever uh, baseball podcast. No. Yeah, no. looks seems like a good show. Um, yeah, they're they're friends. Uh, yeah, those are all good. The other guy guy who hosts it, he's a friend too. Yeah. all three of them. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, seems like a good. A good group of people that we're actually, you know, pretty closely linked to with just through worldwide. That's our that's our one degree of separation from everybody who is a part of the Bugbane Plus TV network. So, yeah. um, but what are we doing today? It's episode forty eight. Now, this is now it's interesting that we bring up the holiday season. It is. It's weird. Perhaps. I don't know why we're doing that right now. <laughs> now, because what we've decided to do is do a holiday. Podcast. Xmas special. We're doing the Star Wars. This is our Star Wars 1978 holiday special. What we're fucking doing yeah. is, you know, and not a, a some, a, you know, a look back, not a complete and accurate by any stretch of the imagination because there's so many cool matches uh, of Junkasai's bloody Christmas. Blood Xmas, Nutsville Xmas. Also known, also known as Nutsville Xmas. <laughs> the original was Nutsville Xmas. Apache then... Pro slash Jinkasai Produce presents Nutsville Xmas 2008. Of course, who could forget? I, th- I believe the first one in Freedoms was also Nutsville Xmas. It was like <laughs> Nutsville Xmas again. And then awesome. it became Blood Xmas. Yeah, Nutsville Xmas Redux. I'm all about that Nutsville Redux. <laughs> Get the nuts. Yeah, I, 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 we'll talk about... Um... I'm talking about nuts. I gotta, I gotta get my notes up. I'm still on Walmart.com. Looking at the KFC log. <laughs> I can't yeah, believe it. that's so good. That's a hell of a thing. That's uh, it? it's so good. KFC is a fucking visionary. Um, I never had the Cheeto uh, sandwich, but I'm, I'm sure it was good. Shouts out to shouts out to Sally, bad. of course. Of course, I uh, love the fast love, food love, queen. Yeah, love uh, love the street shark. Uh, yeah. What I was gonna, I want to have the Nashville chicken that everyone says is bad, but you know what? I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, no. I still, you know, I mean, ultimately, you, you know me, Bucky. Mm. Ultimately, I have, I want to order uh, from KFC or go to KFC, whatever, order, because you can do that now, because. Yeah, we got it delivered once. Fucked. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was, it was trending that way anyway. But <laughs> yeah. because I've never had their weird peach and honey flavored 
Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. Nobody talks about Nobody fucking talks about this. The Peach and Honey Mountain Dew. That's like compared to Baja Blast or whatever. Yeah. I don't fucking know what it's called. A lot of people are talking about Baja Blast. There's many people talking about it. It is being talked about in many circles. I I think uh, the Baja Blast is very good. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's it's very good for sure. Yeah, I, but the I thing love, about Baja Blast is I go to I go to, I go to, well I, before they nuked half the menu. I go to Taco Bell a lot more often than I go to KFC. Yeah. Um, but that's just because I'm I'm that kind of little freak. I love I love the I love that Dorito Loco Taco, and then they got rid of the spicy one, and now now they all don't have potatoes, and the COVID is mounting. Oh, I got to show you something here before. Well, it's while we're still on this. All before, right. Before all we right. jump in, all right. Uh, it's a screenshot. I'm actually going to show chat. it to you. It's a uh, well, no, I'm just gonna. It's a uh, God damn it. Hang on. Hang on. DM me. Okay. I'll DM you. Yeah, here we go. Here, I'm going to DM you this picture, and this way I can also just... It's just a... Oh, it's just a, chat. Uh, it's a, just pissing me off now. <laughs> it's a screenshot of a Washington Post tweet, um, and I'll just read it. Every oh, that, oh, It that. says, every time you listen to Bing Crosby's White Christmas, about five people have died from the coronavirus between the beginning and the end of the song. And then it says, analysis, a death every 33 seconds. So we're going to do a... We're gonna we're gonna keep a count here, and see how many, how long this podcast goes, and we'll we'll uh, this will be dedicated to all the people who died of coronavirus while we recorded this podcast. How do you feel about that? Sure. All Nobody right. else though. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> well, shut. Two minutes. If you died two minutes before <laughs> we started the call, you don't get, get to be a part of it. Face. Yeah. If I mean, it, like, even if you're on the record, well, all right. If you're on the recording, you count. Even if you get cut out, we're gonna just do. All right. That's fair. All right. That's all right. Fair. Yeah. And I hit it. Uh, One of us says like a problematic word, and it's like. Yeah, you gotta take mm, that thirty seconds really out. Say that. <laughs> yeah, we gotta take thirty seconds out. That that's still a death. We can't. We're counting that. I can't let Tara be mad at me. She, she stopped listening. The R word. She stopped listening by now, for sure, for sure. Oh, um, she didn't stop listening. She's just extremely ba- behind because she's been playing Final Fantasy every day. That's a podcast game. It's a game people listen to podcasts while they play it. People, that's what MMOs uh, are for. Uh, you know, it's just you know, she's she's very focused. She loves that. Yeah, people love that game. Um, all right, we're gonna do this. Is put, put together by you. Um, shout out to Chair. Yeah. Uh, this is put together by you. You you went all over. Um, we go oh nine to uh, to. Uh, 17 to to 08 to 2016 like this, this is kind of all over there's no chrono- chronology here but that's because you sort of you wanted to build this as like a, a momentum thing with uh you know uh, yeah i wanted uh, it to be like like a real card that could theoretically have happened yeah with these uh 10 individuals because no tags yeah no it's good it's a good it's a good spread it's a good spread of talent too there's no repeats here um yeah. This is this is this is good. This is the only match that like I picked for this was the first one we're doing here, um, and I guess maybe I picked the last one, but it was probably one you were already leaning on. Um, Masada versus Kamui, Kamui, Kamui. Um, Kam. Kamui is like Kamui. The way they say it. In Don't weekend, say like, no Kamui. <laughs> now we're not saying Kamui, bitch. Uh, we come. No. <laughs> uh, Kamui I... is the way they always say it on Kill the Kill, but I think it's Kamui. Kamui, okay. It's right. not like well, Kamui. Kill a Kill, like, a kill is a pretty... Kobayashi. Sure. They, they, that's just the way British people pronounce it because they have no respect for other people's cultures. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah, so Kamui versus Masada. And this is from December 25th, 2009, right? Yes. All right. This is officially a street fight. Okay. Falls kind of anywhere. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, shouts out to Brian and, and, and his friend. <laughs> shouts out to Brett. Um and their yeah, wives, right their wives, and their children. Wonderful family. 
Beautiful family. Beautiful family. Yeah. First trip to the legendary venue, as far as I remember. Maybe we, I don't think we've covered a match from Shin Kiba First Ring. I don't think we have covered a match from Shin Kiba. Great no. building. What a wonderful building. Yeah, it's just like some fucking warehouse yeah. somewhere. That's what you want. That's so classic. Cork and Hall, we'll, we'll get to Cork and Hall later, but Cork and Hall is right. It's on like the third floor of an office building. Is that right? Yeah, it's like somewhere in this in this weird um, part. You couldn't drive a car inside it, is what I'm saying. Oh, no, you could not. No, <laughs> this is the car elevators, match. Classic elevator spots in, like FM, sure. in late FMW matches. But, sure. You know, I remember some uh, of that, yeah. But there's like, you can't drive a fucking car. No one yeah. Now. So that's the thing. Shinkiba is just, it does feel very much like a, like a warehouse. Just like a, it's a very, it feels like an American indie, like a, like a, um, like an IWA Mid-South or IWA Deep South venue kind of. Yeah. Um, like, I like that feel. Forkin is more of your like um, Hammerstein ballroom or some yes, shit. Yes, yes. And this is, I mean, Shinkiba First Ring, it doesn't look like that because it's got bleachers. It's a well put together building, but it just seems like it's also just like, on the Yokohama fish docks or whatever. Yeah, it looks like a shithole, but it's one you can also like bring real bring together really well, like when DDT yeah. were running their weekly DDT, show. DDT, that great match. Yeah, DDT used this venue so well with that, that four-way match where Higuchi took the fucking uh, skewers in the head. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's Shinkiba. That's, they go outside with that, and I think they use a car yeah, even. You, yeah, they can do a ton of shit. And yeah. that's, um, it, yeah, it's a great TV taping sort of building. Sure. But it's like... Well, there were a lot of shows uh, are running. How many of these promotions have a TV show like that? I mean, yeah, none. Well, what, except uh, what, DDT for uh, half a year. Sure. One time. Well, freedoms. What freedoms does like four to seven t- like two hour TV shows a year? Like they they get a few shows on, right? That sounds they about right. They get a right? good number. Yeah, decent number. Um, pretty much all of their uh all of their Corkins for sure. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah, yeah. And then That's how it actually works. Um, most most Corican shows are by default going to get televised somewhere, unless it's like the like like the weird media blackout on Real Japan. Yeah, uh, stuff like Sayama's yeah. Fed, which I think is just like it's possible Yakuza you won't thing. get you won't get tradition on TV if they run, you know, like or, or you know one of, uh, yeah, uh, Riki Pro if that like, you know shit like that. Um, but I think most of it does end up on TV. Uh, but Shinkiba to me, and this doesn't have commentary on it, right? Uh, no. This Shinkiba shows that I have watched a bunch of, like in my time, have been mostly Big Japan. Um, there was a time when the strong BJ division in like 2010, 2011 was really starting to to, to boot up, and um, they didn't have a title yet. Yeah. But they had like an. It wasn't just like junior matches and hardcore stuff with a smattering of like heavyweight ass kickers. Like Sekimoto was always there doing that thing, especially after he retired from death matches in like oh five, right? Yeah, um, five or six, something like that. Yeah, he's and he's had little flirtations with it here and there, but not much. Um, he sort of spearheaded the whole division, and there were all those guys: Ryuji Kawakami and the guy who went on to be Mad Polly. Um, you know, that Sada guy? Shibata. Yeah, yeah, Shibata. He was around, and the Heat Up guy. Uh, 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 not the, he's got this, he's, uh, Tamora, heat up yeah. Tamora. Like those guys would come in and you would get all these like 11 minute house show, six man tags from this building and it would never have commentary. It'd usually be like one camera. And yeah, those weird like trainees that last like uh half a year and then they like, that, their, uh, their the shoulder o- explodes. That Otani guy who became a referee was around, yeah. you know, like that guy, Masashi Otani, I believe. Um, yes. so, but it's a, it's just a building with a good energy and it, it, it has absolute vibes for sure. Um, and I think 
this is probably one of the best showcases of it. I mean, to get into the match, um, Masada could still really move here. And Kamui is about half his size. Kamui is a very small guy, right? Yeah. Uh, Kamui. Kamui? Okay. Kamui. Kamui. It's Kamui. hard. It's no, like, I just don't want to... I mean... It's, it's, goddamn, it's, yeah, no, it's this goddamn silent <laughs> use. They're, they're fuckers. Kamui. It's <laughs> uh, actually silent. You know what they are? They're placeholders. Okay. Fuck off. I don't know about language like you do. Um... So Kamui looks formidable uh, early on, even like with, uh, w- w- despite the size disparity, Masada gives him a lot. Um, he also destroys him, but yes. he gives him a lot. And if you, I think Masada, you could see Masada matches now and think he maybe didn't give some, like he didn't give AJ Gray enough, you know, at the at, in their match. Like, yeah, he got injured obviously in the match, but like that, it's it, he's not it a just guy. Didn't click. He was here in in two thousand nine. He was probably peak of his game. You think that's fair? Yeah, and- I think that's fair, and yeah. it's, you know, injuries hadn't built up, and it's also mm-hmm. him in Japan, which is always a fun... Yeah, and Christmas, he's, he's like, fucking, he's having a good-ass time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got cinder blocks. Masada's got a nice power slam. Um, he's got he's got a cinder block that he just really slams into Kamui's chest and back. Uh, really hard shots. Um, and then we get outside, and most of the rest of the match basically takes takes place outside, right? Yeah. Um Kamui has a has a nice like a side moonsault. He throws chairs at Masada and kind of he's beating his ass around a little bit. Um, he's beating his little ass. They <laughs> um, <Yeah>. go <laughs> Branson voice. He's beating his little ass. Uh, they go outside the venue and they slam each other into the the old uh, WWF Hardcore Title Specialty spot, the garage door. That's like the we still didn't the, figure. There's got to be a name for this type of door, right? The folding garage. The there folding is, garage door. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll, we'll fucking figure it we'll out. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Someday. I'll Google it next time we, we <laughs> watch a WWF hardcore title match. That's going to be real soon, actually. Um, Kamui's, like, really kicking his ass all over. They go up in the bleachers, and then Masada takes over. He just catches, like, a quick shot in the ribs or whatever, and then just tosses Kamui down the bleachers, like, six yeah. rows. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see, like, any bump on the bleachers, but especially somebody getting thrown down bleachers or thrown down stairs, I have, that is the that is the scariest spot to Oh, that's scary as shit. That's that like I rem- like I remember someone saying once, nobody's ever died from just falling down the stairs. They're all it's always murder. It's <laughs> always murder when someone it's like, yeah, that's murder. That's that's yeah. some shit, someone falling down the stairs. It's always yeah. cool. Like fucking like every like someone rolling down the uh stairs on the CMLL arena New Mexico ramp. Like that's always great. Yeah. Uh Jack uh Jack Nicholson in in the Shining. <laughs> Like one of the best, one of the best falling down the stairs ever, right? Um, and looks like he might not be able to get back up from it. Uh, Kubrick, a master, he faked the moon landing. Um, yeah, it's Battleship brutal. Temkin doesn't technically count, but you know, <laughs> right? Eisenstein, a master. Have you seen he his faked o- the moon landing too? Yeah, oh sure. Have you seen his October movie? No, I have not yet. It's uh, it's never been released in the U.S. as far as I know, but you can get somebody's done fan subs like some fucking anime. And uh, I've got it downloaded. I haven't watched it. And I hear it's, like, incomplete, but it's, you know, probably yeah, pretty cool. Okay. You can you can do what you want with that. Yeah. No, I'm sure it's good. Um, so Kamui, uh, he he does get control again after he basically bowled over a couple of fans getting thrown down. Like, how do you how do you evacuate somebody getting thrown down the bleachers, like, right onto you? It's very difficult. So he, no, I think no. he does knock down a couple of people. <laughs> um, Kamui... With they go outside uh, again, and Kamui disappears for a minute, and then the garage door uh, starts uh, uh, 
raising up and opening. And I, I guess the assumption here is that Conway went in the somewhere and hit a button to raise the garage door, which is where he yeah. was disappeared off to for a minute. Um, he like completely no sells a trash can shot and then does like a cool ninja kick. He's a yeah. uh, he, is scrappy. He's he's so scrappy. He's got some stuff. He's he's like he seems very like uh, like Masada never moved like this, but this guy. I mean Masada obviously very unique energy to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it goes without saying. Uh, Kamui sort of embodies some of that. I feel like who who is a good uh, like American. Um, analogy for Kamui. What is who does he remind you of? Because he's so fascinating to me. God, it's interesting. Um hmm. I want someone a, a, a little better than Scotty Vortex or Dustin Lee. But... So yeah, I'm thinking like yeah, CZW's where you go though, right? Like he feels yeah, like a, yeah. like maybe even like know. Ruckus, like without Ruckus without all the flips, be... but you know, with some of the flips. Sanjay yeah. Dutt. He's got sort of a Sanjay. Sanjay. Yeah. Sure. Because yeah. he's only because Conway is like mostly a part-time deathmatch or yeah. hardcore guy. Yeah. Well, and there's no there's no de- there's no sharp object spots in this match. Not really. I mean, there there are. Um, we're almost there. There's no. There, nobody pulls something out and hits someone with it. Yeah. No light tubes. No. Yeah. Cinder blocks, if you count that, and so. Those okay. cinder block shots are well done because they don't. They definitely feel worked. Yeah. Which is something that. I don't want to say Masada is now lazy, but it's yeah. not that it's just more like he's just old. And when you're old, it's like, yeah, I'm fuck it. I don't give a shit about fucking casting over the mountain. I'm going to blast this yeah. guy in back of the head. Yeah, shit. yeah. Well, that happens he's in like, death he's doing, Yeah, he's doing it. He's working it well here. He's yeah. like, no, it's an interesting point, though. that it hurt, but also that it fucking like, oh, that, yeah, that wasn't like that's pro rest, just that's dead dropping it. Pro style, not shoe style. Um, yeah, no, I feel like laziness often leads in death matches to people just hitting someone lazily too hard, you know? And so that's definitely yeah. a thing that happens. Um, Ironically, um, the great Angel uh, Odemanio, mm. he, he was not being lazy. He was, he, he, had, was he put it a little too hard. He put it all in when he did that. Honey, my, my, uh, man, listen, my man went off, all right? <laughs> he snapped. <laughs> um, yeah, so Conway gets in a car, right? Starts yeah, his car. Ninety-two Subaru fucking legacy. I Is don't it a know. Subaru? I, I had it written down as a Subaru. a Toyota Tercel, but I didn't it actually see it. It might be a Toyota. Uh, it might be. It's just some small, some you know, some comp subcompact range car. Yeah, ninety-four model probably. Um, drives it in, honks his horn so that the fans can move out of the way. <laughs> so oh, there's we- a weird spot that I don't rec- that just feels like a joke. Where I think it's a young. Yuji Okabayashi tries to pull Kamui out of the car and get in himself. Oh, okay. I saw like that. Someone, I, I wasn't sure what was going man on. man in a Chikara shirt, and I know he worked that uh, Chikara Big Japan weird that weird gauntlet match sure, sure, sure. So yeah, I'm like, oh, he would have that shirt. Why <laughs> yeah. would be like impressing the boys? Yeah, Okabayashi trying to put himself over in a Chikara shirt. That's that's gonna happen. Um, he drives the car into Shinkiba. And I, and as far as I understand, Kamui, this is Kamui's car. Um, tries to, and he actually he drives it into the building through the garage door. Um, people are scattering. He doesn't hit any fans. Masada is almost like begging him on, um, yeah. and, and or egging him on. I'm not really sure. Not you wouldn't beg on. You beg off. Um, 
And he's just sort of standing there, and Conway just runs him over. <laughs> Masawa does, like, a flip bump into the hood. Uh, the crowd's losing it. This is, this is pretty. This is not a Jerry Lawler level getting hit by a car spot. Yeah, it's there's pretty not good. a lot of momentum behind the car. But it's, you know, he leans into it. Masada, it's a good Big bump. Brig, leans into it. Big Brig, for sure. He's uh he yeah and he, when yeah Masada always had when he would take the like the the big bumps in this era especially um he he threw himself into stuff really good he was he was good for that um, less good for that now obviously but he was good for it then for sure and especially even earlier in his career um so yeah it's th- from this match on almost the entire from this moment on almost the entire match uh, takes place on the on the roof hood or trunk of this car. <laughs> That's what you want to fucking say. It's great, yeah. I I don't even like what we could just we I mean I guess we could just uh we could we could run through all the spots, but I don't think that's really worth doing. People should just watch this. It's on the it's it's on Ditch's site. Okay, so here's the thing. We've watched a lot of Zona twenty three. This is absolutely the most destroyed I've ever seen a car get in a pro wrestling match. Yes, yes. And also, That's, you saw it like, drive. That doesn't count fucking Steve Austin dropping the car and like on <laughs> like the Triple H. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that yeah. doesn't count. This is destroyed by human bodies. Let me tell you something. When I was a kid, and I, that was I, I watched that. I watched that Survivor Series pay per view. Yeah. Um, I was, I was like eleven, and I was like. I mean, obviously, I, I knew Triple H wasn't in the car, but I was thinking, like, how do they, how do they even write this? Like, yeah, they, gotta, they have to, ki- are they killing era, him I off? Mean, that was that weird era, of course, because that was like the, um, there was the month before was the Nermosi match with Rikishi where Austin here fucking murdered. Oh, I'm a bad man. <laughs> which is a beautiful shot. So I think we're always seeing this, like that light, like Rikishi on the wall. Just sitting, and then like the red light, like over sure. him, and then, and that you know that's what you want to see. He's all bloody, right? Yeah. When he, he does like he, he had bled from an earlier match when he does the promo about how he did it for the Rock or whatever, isn't that right? I I, I remember an image of of dried know. blood on Rikishi's face. What a fucking what a dude. Um, his sons are all great. Like like four wow. of them, <laughs> incredible. Um, the uh, all right, so one spot before they end up on top of the car, destroying the the roof, um, and the windshield and the the rear windshield, um, and it all fucked, it all gets fucking destroyed. Kamui's um, still in the car, and he's he's gonna run over Masada again, right? But Masada uh, goes around the corner, so he's like behind the ring post around the corner, and I guess you know Kamui, he's faced with like a an interesting conundrum. Uh, because he can't. First of all, you can't really make that to- that turn in a Toyota without hitting a bunch of pedestrians. No, um, and also even then, I don't know if there's the room. You're just going to be stuck. It's yeah. going to be bad. It's going to be Austin Powers and Gold Member situation. <laughs> Are you familiar just, with the reference? It's been a while. Okay, well, you should you should rewatch Beyonce. Very beautiful in this film. <laughs> That's was by uh, yeah horny Indian guy online impersonation. Um, no, so he he doesn't. He sort of hesitates, and then Masada realizes, "Oh, I've got like a stack of cinder blocks over here." Yeah, <laughs> and he just starts heaving cinder blocks at the windshield while Kamui is still in the car, and it's just spraying glass. I'd have to assume the the, the windshield doesn't shat it shatters, but it doesn't give. No, it's like the tempered or whatever. Is, I forget that's what, is that what you call it? Tempered glass, where it yeah, it, it'll shatter, but it won't fall in. Uh, so it doesn't just spray you with glass if you get into an accident. Is the plan? It's like yeah. the that's the fucking safety safety glass or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. 
And so, but still, it's <laughs> fucking crazy because he's throwing cinder blocks like right at his head. Um, so they, they, Conway end, ends up, I, I don't think he can get out the driver's side door, right? Because he's too close to the ring. So he has to like, I think he climbs through the, the passenger side to get out. Is that right? No, cause no. Because How else would that make sense? Cause you're, you're thinking, you're thinking about Amer- American car. Oh, he's right. right. He's side. already on this. Okay. Yeah. You're, yeah. Of course. Of course. I'm thinking American cars. I'm thinking about Ford. Um, think about think, them Studebakers. I'm thinking about rolling fucking coal is what I'm thinking about. Um, so they do a bunch of spots on the top of the car and they destroy it. And, uh, just what's your number? What's your, what's the, what's your favorite part? of this just name one uh, shout out the, one and then the rest people should just go watch there's like i think it's that sit out bo- it's like a it's like a like a kawada bomb that uh um uh, masada hits uh Kamui with when kongwe like, tries to go for the hurricane rana yeah yeah Kam- and he just folds him and crumples him the fuck up yeah uh, masada's standing on the roof of the car and the car by this point's already been destroyed by like three big kongwe bombs um kongwe goes for a Flying Hurricane Rana off the top rope, uh, like jumps and leaps, you know, and it's like it's got a very Dragon Lee sort of uh, wild and out sort of like f- crazy legs energy. You know, he's got a, like a real um, got a real thing going on when he does his flying moves. Uh, reckless abandonment. Conway's got that. Um, and it, it, But it doesn't work because he just gets power bombed and lands like and it's just like a snap. Like, yeah, you said Kawada bomb. Um, yeah, absolutely. Sort of that kind of thing. Um lands very hard very hard um i like there's a swanton bomb he does off the top yeah uh masada's laying on the roof of the car the rear windshield's been busted out now because i think it was like a power bomb right i think yeah running power bombs him through the fucking rear windshield <laughs> like a fucking awesome bomb yeah yeah, yeah awesome awesome uh well you already said awesome um this swanton though he hit, he does it off the top and he hits it's perfect it's perfect swanton um and then he basically he's, he ends up standing sort of in the back seat <laughs> like with his, like standing in the rear windshield with his feet in the back seat after he rolls through on the on the swanton, um, and he's just like, where the fuck? Like he, he doesn't know where he is because he's he's standing inside of a car, but also outside of a car at the same time after doing a swanton bomb. It's a weird, weird position to it's find a yourself unique in. Situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you don't have a lot of life experience having done it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, there's no reason to really go into what happens. Uh, just watch this match. Absolutely watch it's this great. match. Great. Uh, just Th- want to comment, of course, on uh, Masada. He scream uh, for the first time. He tries to Death Valley Driver. Is Death Valley fucking Driver? And I, of course, I have to shout out. <laughs> and I'm sorry uh, that I say fucking a lot. Uh, my vocabulary is limited. Uh, I'm sorry. I went to public school in the United States. He's and cool. then he does the fucking. Uh, You've seen this promo, of course. Right? Yeah, that's like the five-minute promo that everybody. We were, that was like a meme promo in 2018, right? Yeah, and then it's back. I know it's from it's from like 2011 or something. Yeah, it's from uh, their uh, the one of the tours in Germany. Yeah, and it's just uh, my roommate has it uploaded, so we watch it regularly. Yeah, yeah, back, I know she's really course, into it. The, the dumb uh, promo. I there is no know. bigger like, fan of vulgar CZW promos than our very own friend of the show, Misha. I no I, that between that and the. Uh, Sammy Callahan calls uh, Adam Cole, uh, DJ High, Drew Gulak, Chuck Taylor, a bunch of pussies, which I believe is how it's lo- how it is titled on That's, YouTube. It's <laughs> a good title. By CCW Dot AVI. Yeah. Nice. It's classic promo. Yeah. Uh, I love That's such a good era for CCW promos. 
Bring it back. Z fucking W. Death Valley fucking driver. Kenji Fukimoto versus yeah. X says says when on the graphic versus yes. X. For, this is from, from 2017 Christmas Day. Yes. Okay. One of these is Unboxing Day. Indeed. Uh, I don't know which one. Well, I, I think I've got it written down later. We'll get there. I want to say it's, 20, it's 2016. I think so. I think it's 2016. Um, Kenji Fukumoto is a guy I don't think I've ever seen a match of his that really impressed me. Um, I, what, is, is Kenji Fukumoto good? He's good, but he's not, like, great. He's more, but he sets a tone. He's not, you see this fucking guy in your promotion, and you're like, yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's willing. He's this dude, his, like, this weird pudgy dude in his Ghostbusters t-shirt and his fucking corpse paint. It was like increasingly graying beard. That's cool. Yeah. He seems like That's a, a juggle. He seems like a juggler wrestler. He seems like a JCW guy to me. Yes. Um, I, I don't. Kenji Fukumoto has never been brought over by a game changer, has he? No, for sure not by a uh, game changer. He definitely worked uh, IWE. East Coast. Yeah. Okay. I just remembered that. I'm not on his cage match right now, or I'd, I'd be able to because I, I he did. Yeah, he definitely worked East Coast. He worked the Masters I of Pain. He might have uh, been on CZW, but not a tournament of death. I, I, I feel like he was on that weird Indie Summit show, but I might be wrong on that. That show has a lot of people on it. That's it the, has a lot of The Vex, Vey, BJW, and... Is that what we're talking about? With, yeah, BJW. With Sammy, Calli- Rams, Sammy Callahan uh, versus, uh, versus uh, Yoshito Sasaki. Is that the right one? Yeah. Who's that? And, and I think it's... Um, I think Kenji I think. Fukimoto. Cage match. I'm calling Germany. He's not okay. So for the record, he is not in that um, on that show. But he what, did work in IWA Mid South show in twenty seven in two thousand seven. I should say he's in uh, okay. King of the he's in KOTDM uh, against uh, Drake Younger. Oh, in two thousand seven, huh? Yeah, cool. and uh, teams with he has like a he has like a two an eight day tour where uh, of him working. Uh, the Mitch Page free a farewell freeway tag teaming with Deranged, and then a bizarre Matt, uh, really <laughs> fun one, uh, him and CJ Otis teaming against nice. uh, all, all Japan representatives who would who we have tough, covered from Juggler Champ. Uh, Japan, oh yeah, Akira Rajin and Brutus Say. and Brutus <laughs> That's awesome. Hell yeah, IWA Mid South was going fucking nuts in '07 and '08. They were they were just like finding themselves in weird situations where they were allowed to fucking do stuff uh yeah, like, like guy, and, guys and were just that running awesome uh you have hot uh sean hernandez versus drake Younger, oh yeah i got it here that's the, that's the philly show the tough crazy bastards indeed oh yeah uh, okay okay the, i never seen any of this this looks awesome an awesome show yeah oh god yeah homicide loki versus necro and toby do we have that Absolutely. match is that on we have that match all right well i should watch that um, looks cool. Looks cool. Uh, so Kenji Fukumoto. Also, it's he worked all Japan this year. <laughs> Six man tag teaming with Jin Kasai and uh, and Takeda um, against Chikara, Yoshitatsu, and Yusuke Okada. Um, yeah. And it happened six days ago. So Kenji Fukumoto, yeah. uh, all Japan superstar, wrestled in Quirken for <laughs> AJPW six days ago, and here he is against X. Uh, um, I don't know who this guy is. I figured out that he is. Australian, and his name is Mad Dog something. His name is Mad Dog McRae, and this match <laughs> is just going as Mad Dog. Yeah, um, okay. Mad Dog McRae is like Mad Dog. Mad Dog McRae is like a. Isn't that fucking, uh, like Biff's name and Back to the Future Three? Like, <laughs> isn't? Wait yeah, a second. Like, 
Mad Dog Tan. <laughs> this is just some weird, like, dirtbag from Australia. Buford Steve Mad Dog Tan. Nice. Yeah, it's, uh, this is, this guy has definitely got some Biff energy, some Thomas F. Wilson <laughs> energy. Um, he's got two tattoos of, of a dog. Of like a, yes. of, of like a bulldog. One's, one's, the one on the arm is just the face. It says Mad Dog. And it's like a bulldog's face, right? Yeah. Um, and then the other one on his belly, sort of, uh, not Tupac style over the navel, but like literally on top of the navel, right? Uh, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, a, a bulldog, but like, uh, what do you, not humanoid, what do you call it, anthropomorphized or whatever? Yeah. Um, <laughs> with like big strong arms. He looks kind of like a, I don't know, like, uh, Pete, the fucking Disney character, you know, uh, Plunder Pete. He's kind of sure. got those vibes to him, uh, this tattoo. And then the guy himself that's sporting these tattoos just looks like nobody. He just, he's just some fucking bogan. Yeah. He's just some bald man, shaved head, beard, yeah. wearing jeans. A lot of weirdly and... placed scars, like scars in spots that you don't usually, like, he's been cutting himself. We find out later that he's been wrestling for 18 years and that he's 34, but he looks about 50. Uh, <laughs> he looks like someone that, uh, shout out to our friend Luke, would know somehow. Sure. Someone yeah. he's, like, bought weed from. Yeah, Luke Luke has partied with this guy, like, willingly or not. He's been around him at, a, at, a, at an event, um, which I think they're back to there. You could, he, they, people could just party there. That's, that's awesome. Good job, guys. Great. Great work. Keep telling yeah. us about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like Canadians. Great that you started the year by uh, your massive fire. Yeah. <laughs> shouts out to all of Australia. Um, shouts out. I got into an argument with a Canadian liberal yesterday who told me I should call my congressman to demand more money. And uh, I, it sucked, suck dude. It. People suck fucking ass. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the phone with Germany right now, bitch. I'm going to get back to, to my congressman after I talk to the Striga. Um, this is this is a cool match. This is a mid-card match. It's really cool. Uh, Emily started watching with me here, uh, but not responding well to the initial sharp things. She keeps saying, oh, no, oh, no, over and over. Um, like, while, like, Fukumoto carries a gusset plate in his mouth. Um, you know, uh, she asked what the gusset plates were. Okay, exactly. Okay, for the record, these are not the, uh, gusset plates. Okay, well, these they... are, these are the circuit boards, which are different, but very, I am, I'm still sad. It's partly because GCW just doesn't have gimmick uh, death matches anymore, but really, like, there needs to have been, like, a tournament of survival or NGI match. That's just some Japanese wrestler versus some American wrestler, and it's gadget boards versus gusted. What? Are, all right, so what? The fuck? What, the what, what do you mean? They rip you mean the fucking flesh open? It's it's like a, a circuit board, like a, like from an electronic. Yeah. Okay, so I I don't know. This is a low quality file, and I was watching it on the big new TV setup. Um, uh, not bragging. That's just the state of things. Yeah. All I'm very proud of the TV that I have. Um, first time I've had an electronic. I've been proud of in quite some time. Um, the the circuit board, uh, the the circuit board versus gusset plate uh, conversation, notwithstanding, I told my wife it was a, uh, a gusset plate. It looked like a gusset plate. She spent the next ten minutes. They have the same googling. She, they are undeniably they have the same function. She spent the next ten minutes googling gusset plates and saying things like, "Oh wow, look at this. These are cool. Wow, look at this." Wow, that's that's crazy. She keeps saying, and and, and at some point she makes me pause the match so she can show me an example of gusset plates being fastened together. I don't know. It was a whole damn thing, and now it's not. Now I know it's not even gusset boards or gusset plates. They're circuit boards, gadget boards. 
The fuck's yeah. a gadget board? What are we talking about here? I know. It's it, it's just I, I don't understand. Exactly so you're telling why. me I, I go and I crack open the fucking talking Pikachu. You've, it, you know, it, the talking Pikachu that uh, sits in Pearl's bed all day. And I go crack it open and it's going to have little things like this. And then I could like, what, stab myself with it? Yeah, it's, it's a printed circuit board. You can find these things. There, and I mean, it's it. Japan is less of a barn raising culture and more of a <laughs> putting, putting fucking. I don't know. VCRs they raise barns. Come on. They got a lot of old VCRs. I don't <laughs> There's know. plenty of fucking farms and barns and shit. And they they use gusset they, plates too. I'm sure they, they use gusset plates. I'm sure. And we use yeah, they call them gussetos. It's <laughs> we use circuit plate. We use circuit uh, boards and gadget plates. Here we're putting but, them in the fucking you know, COVID vaccine, and they're injecting that into people. They're they're putting the little certain gadget boards in people. <laughs> the disappearing anyway, needle. Now here's the thing about these things. Here's they the thing about the, the thing. They rip the, the gadget boards. Rip your fucking flesh up. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that it does it does have similar properties to the gusset plate for sure. Um, they they do the the little. Uh, where they, put, they stick it on each other's biceps, you know. Um, yeah. There's that's a pretty standard sort of thing. Um, his uh, Mad Dog's arm is bright red, like he bleeds. Oh, a it hips open. It's fucking great. That's one of the better I've ever seen of that. Where it just unambiguously, like it went deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, there's a, a barbed wire board as well. Um, there's a very funny spot for me. I think it's the second time they go into the barbed wire. Um, uh, let's see here. So Mad Dog tries to hip toss Fukumoto into the barbed wire board, which is laying flat. Um, hey, my goddamn kid is awake. Fucking asshole. Go to sleep. Um, shit. Sorry. That was distracting for a second. Um yes. <laughs> um, he goes for the hip toss. It gets blocked. So a thing that you do sometimes if somebody blocks your hip toss is you just put him in an abdominal stretch, right? So that's cool. Yeah. He does that. They're right in front of the board. But the funny thing is the main reversal for a, an abdominal stretch is uh, the other guy hitting a hip toss on you. So yeah. just just setting it up. And, of course, he gets fucking hip tossed into the barbed wire. Um, very funny to me. Uh, Mad Dog also has a lunchbox with a bunch of tacks in it. Yeah, he has, like, some weird, like, one of those, like, fancy, I'm a fucking real motherfucker, uh, fucking toolboxes. Right. Like, hard plastic. It's like, yeah, this, uh, this can be thrown. Yeah, cobalt blue. Hurricane. Um, it's it's got, you can hit this with a car. It's tactical. <laughs> you know what it is? It's a tactical it's like, toolbox. Yeah, this is, this is a Kickstarter. <laughs> and you know what's full of? <laughs> Tactical thumbtacks. Yeah, it's got Bluetooth. They're gold, though. They are full. They, they are gold. gold. Yeah, they're okay, shiny so ass thumbtacks. The gold, the weird gold Japanese thumbtacks that always seem to get used. Mm. Those are very cool. Correct. Yeah, sure, sure. I never really. They just, I, they I, just stick out. They when he gets them all in his boot a little later, it definitely, uh, it definitely shows in a way that's uh, visually very exciting. Um, that you know, silver ones might not. Um, there's uh let's see, throws a bunch of fucking tags in his face, dumps the rest on the ground, hits probably the the only like really well executed move of this match is uh the seated power bomb that Mad Dog hits. Not that that's a, a strike against this match. We love for execution. Um but he hits a really nice seated power bomb. Um they're doing um 
Now, there's a spot where he they've got the gusset board or the like I said the gadget board, which is like on a shitty, very thin piece of wood, two pieces of wood that are in the shape of a cross. Yeah. Um, and most of them have fallen off by this point. So he's putting it, he puts it up against uh, Fukumoto, and he's going to go for this running knee. But then he realizes, oh, I need to spin the board around so that the the sharp parts go into him. Not that they're already there's like two still on there, and they're not going to hit anything. Um, very goofy spot where he then goes for the move and Fukumoto turns it back around and he knees it and he doesn't come anywhere near anything sharp, but he still sells it like he did. Um, very fun, very fun time. Um, he has, a, I don't know if I said it earlier, but earlier in the match, he hits a spinning heel kick. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, he has, <laughs> he has a couple of like extremely sick, uh, spinning kicks. Yeah. They all look like shit. Love, you- they but, look like shit, but they fucking know in there. That doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not great. a bad version of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so, in, the, in, in the context of it happening, it's I see that shit, and I'm flipping I'm flipping my fucking lid. I want to see it. I love yeah. it. No, we're mad dog. This fucking, this fucking weird, uh, like, bald uh-huh. Australian man hitting it, doing his karate. It's beautiful. Yeah. I think he does a karate chop on... Oh, that's, that's how he <laughs> yes. does the fucking... He goes for the karate chop on the, on the, bo- on the board or is it on the tags? It's on the board, and that's how he gets one stuck in his hand, which looks yeah. fucking gross. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. He's fucking funny. The, so then he doesn't even he, he's he just keeps one upping himself. Um, and a post match promo, Mad Dog does say that he's been wrestling since he was sixteen. He's thirty four years old, and it was his dream to wrestle a death match in Cork and Hall. So good for you, dude. You definitely went for it uh, because at some point here he decides he needs to loosen his boot. Yeah, um, I, just, I don't know exactly what. But the kayfabe you know, ankle injury, who knows? Yeah, yeah it doesn't just matter. Feeling, it just the pressure. Yeah, maybe he just, just wanted. Pressure right maybe now. just look. Barefoot is legal. Maybe he just wanted to air some of those those puppies out. You know, yeah, uh, uh, Lenny Leonard style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> shouts out to our man. Shouts out to our shoeless boy. Um, the uh, the the thing here is that he's got it loose, so I think he's gonna keep it on. He's not trying to walk barefooted in it, but he does lose it because he goes for uh, a kick with the loose boot. Um, no, the the boot's all the way off. He goes for a kick, and he's just wearing a sock. And Fukumoto pulls the sock off. He catches it. And then Mad Dog hits the Shelton Benjamin-style reverse enziguri, which is hilarious. A yes. fucking hilarious move for him to hit. Um, and then he like, goes for a stomp with the, without his shoe on. Uh, both shoeless as well as sockless at this point. Goes for a stomp onto the tax because he's a fucking idiot Australian piece of shit. <laughs> and and like, then he, like, what? Kenji slams the gadget board into his foot a bunch, locks it a figure four while they both lay it's in the a, tax. Yeah, it's a standing figure four. Like he's fucking, <laughs> yeah. like he's doing Lanudo Leganero, like, like fucking yeah, Blue yeah. Panther. Yeah, Blue Panther, and then yeah. Then he ro- does, puts it, he does it in the classics, like, like, uh, both on the ground. Uh, yeah, the they do a flare. And, yeah, Ric Flair. And four. then they do the fucking uh, reverse Indian death lock. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they, they go through the whole. They go through the whole segment of like it's the. So good. It's that's, such a silly. Th- that is a sequence, you know, in a fucking Terry Funk Ric Flair match, basically. Yeah, happens in tax, and one of them's Australian and wearing only one shoe. It's very funny. Yeah, you know, ja- <laughs> a Japanese man in cor- with corpse paint. Yeah, it's he's, he's a Japanese juggler. Yeah, this match fucking this kicks ass. Um, I don't remember the. The finish of this is a like the the safest package pile driver I've ever seen um, in a puddle of thumbtacks. Uh, puddle? I wrote puddle. Maybe that. Yeah, I wrote puddle. puddle. Yeah, puddle. Um, yeah, Mad Dog. There's like a Mad Dog chant at some point. They do the Drake Younger thing where he gets atomic dropped feet first into the tacks. Yeah. Um, this shit rules. I hope Mad Dog, Mad Dog is doing well. 
I hope he's doing well. Uh, someone should give him a call. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, this, we... is, this was three years ago, right? This is 17? Yeah, he has worked uh, in Japan since then. Yeah? So, so I'm, I'm looking him up. I'm looking up Mad Dog right quick, and then we'll get to... We get to our comedy match and we'll do we'll do a little break. I'm gonna check on that. She seems to have quieted down. She was dragging furniture across the ground and I could hear it very loud over the, you know how, kids are. <laughs> yeah. Mad Dog McRae and it's it's spelled like the, like McRae right? Isn't it like a that's like the the old Western? Yeah, that's more like the that's the uh, the like the uh, like the. Before uh, the not the anglicized version, the Gaelic version. Okay. Style spelling. Okay. Yeah. McRae, Mad Dog McRae, from Roville, Victoria, Australia. That's my attempt at that. I decided to go for it. Um, yeah, he's doing well. It's good. He's he wrestled last in February, so you know, freaking COVID, right? Yeah. And fucking, freaking COVID. God damn it. Um, hope he's doing well. Hope he's doing well. Uh, we're 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 fans here and uh two two other guys that we're fans of um from nutsville xmas 2008 uh the winger versus yeah versus ricky fuji yes back at uh shinkiba yeah now bucky do you know what this match is um i mean i do now and i do i slightly knew going in because you said they ate bananas in it but i didn't know that there was a first to four bananas eaten match okay it's a two out of uh, of (laughs) five falls you have first to eat free bananas okay the philadelphia banana eating death match really yes from uh, philly japan yes of course that's the the john kasai's famous you know he's from from philadelphia japan and what is he Crazy monkey. The crazy monkeys. This is the, okay. So yeah, I, like, I we enjoyed this. This is a good time. <laughs> this is a weird match, and I in some ways this is okay. So we watched this whole show like uh, two weeks ago. Um, Misha and I seasonal just dinner. Yeah, seasonal. Why not? It's a, and you're like you got the cranberry and, sauce. Might as well watch the Apache Pro Nutsville Xmas. And she said that this somehow ended up being the most viscerally disgusting match to her on the show uh, in terms of – and I understand what she means. It's a bizarre match because they're eating bananas while they're wrestling. Yeah. They're eating the fucking bananas. Yeah. I, I, I can't explain this. What the fuck is this? Why is the ref Australian? Why the <laughs> I, I refer to him as the white ref each time. I, yeah, I was like very this thrown is... off by this guy who looks like he had a talk show and – British like primetime television for two years in the nineties before he flamed out with like a, a sex scandal. Yeah, like it's that kind has, of guy. This dude has extreme uh a fucking Ken Loach uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. energy. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah looks, the... like, like Peter uh White from um the goddamn son of a bitch. Oh my god, I can't think of his Peter White. I can't... Paul White, you know. the big show, gotcha. The big um, show, yeah, the big show. You know, he's like another year, Vera Drake. You know, yeah. he's he's a Mike Lee kind of guy. Okay, this, okay, I know you're, yeah, sure, I got you. Uh, he's he's definitely he's definitely a Vera Drake character. Um, this is like this this is one of the weirder matches I've ever seen. But I also didn't know the rules of it, and they got bananas on a pole. Um, they're not, it's not a bunch of bananas. There's a bunch of loose bananas and a little bunch cup. of yeah, little cups <laughs> on uh, <laughs> on poles. 
I'm on uh, the far side of each uh, yeah. corner. Yeah, yeah. It's on, it's an on a pole. It's a flag match, you know? It's a banana flag match. Banana flag <laughs> match. Yeah, this is the Banana Republic death match. Um, Emily keeps asking me what the rules are, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. I the, the no rules idea. are. There's bananas, because, uh, and it appears that the yeah. participants of the match are trying to eat them and also win the match. That's all I so, know. Yeah, because like, Ricky Fuji goes for a pin, or uh, like he has like a, or a half crab hold, and he's like, no, and the ref's like, no. Right. No submission, no pinfall, bananas. Bananas. Bananas, <laughs> bananas yeah. Bananas. Eight your bananas. bananas. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking great. I love this. Uh, yeah, Fuji grabs an abdominal stretch and eats his first banana, and then Winger is also eating his first bananas. banana while in the stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen that before. That's and the, that's new. Okay, and how you can, and it's like how you <laughs> confirm that you've eaten the banana. It's like fucking Survivor. And yeah. Like. Uh, all right, stick out the tongue. Yeah, fear factor. Uh, yeah, see it. You're not, yeah. Bad, you're not hiding it in your mouth. Yeah, like the scene at the end of the porn when she shows she swallowed all of it, and shouts out to Sally on that as well. Um, we we get love a girl. Yeah, so we get some weird. This this is not like good good match at all. But Ricky hits like a really shitty crossbody. Um, at some point, Emily Google's how you say a banana in Japanese because I hear. Um, from her phone speaker, uh, with a slightly Japanese accent, the word banana. <laughs> so yeah, it turns out, uh, banana in Japanese is just banana. Um, Ricky locks in a half crab. Uh, the white ref tells him there's no use in doing this until you've eaten the bananas. <laughs> Ricky seems to be suffering from a stomach ache after one banana, which, I mean. Oh, he's like sucking wind trying to eat this banana. <laughs> it's like, not even a big banana. He just looks all. He's just <coughs> extremely uncomfortable trying to Excuse eat me. this fucking banana. Uh, Emily noted the size of the bananas were quite small, um, which I've heard her comment on things like that uh-huh. before. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Woo! Uh, let's go. There's a uh, what else? There's like a stalling suplex. Uh, yeah. Uh, Finley roll. Like Ricky Fuji looks pretty good in, in some of his moments here. Uh, the winger doesn't really show much at all, but I like both. I, I've loved the. I could watch a two-hour Ricky Ricky Fuji compilation and just have a fucking ball. Ricky um, Fuji uh, throws uh, the winger's second banana out into the crowd. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So that's this is it's like in the bleachers. Uh, like it's throws. Some, it somehow, yeah, it seems like it. It somehow got passed up the bleachers. I yeah, don't know. You don't I, see, well, you I don't mean, see it landing. No, you catch banana. a banana, you pass it on. You know, yeah. you know, and if I mean, but that's you know. <laughs> It's like, okay, <laughs> you catch a disease, don't pass it on. See, this is yeah. different, different times, different times. Um, the, the white ref is hilarious. Um, they're, they're, Winger hits his big senton. Uh, Emily like, popped, she was like, oh, that was nice. And I was like, yeah, that's his move. He's really good at it. He's done yeah. it off of, he's had his back sit on fire and jumped off of a, like a building. <laughs> Winger's a cool guy. Um, they, they eat, they, <laughs> Winger tries to eat his second banana. Um, and, he acts like he's gonna puke. Uh, do these guys just not? Do they not like bananas? I just like you're sucking. Wit. You you just you've been working out. It's you not that. Running. They're they're fuck. They're barely going. This is, they're, they're not in shape. They're working Undertaker speed right here. This is. <laughs> do you think Ricky Fuji or the Winger has great cardio? Is just like I think a, in 2008. Two thousand eight, the Winger is still all right. Ricky Fuji's probably pretty far gone, but I. I, I don't know. He held him up for a long time in that stalling suplex. And That's that, true. That takes a lot of fucking effort, um, especially after you've had two bananas. Um, Fuji stomps Winger a couple times and eats his banana and points to his mouth and uh, 
shows he swallowed every last drop of it. Shouts out to Sally. Uh, your winner is Ricky Fuji. I mean, one of the things that there's like a spot where, yeah, he's like, when you're trying to eat his banana while Ricky Fuji's like stomping on him, and you're like, when you might choke to death here. And sure. I'm like, having, you know, of course. Bananas like, are soft, story. as long as they're yeah, ripe. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm having that, you know, like the story of uh, Dick the Bruise, like a uh, Mad Dog Vachon. He's trying to fucking uh, blade himself, and Dick the Bruiser doesn't know this, so he kicks him in the yeah, back. Yeah. Head and it fucking involuntarily, Mad Dog Vachon sticks the fucking blade like uh, half an inch into the fu- into his. Yeah, into it's a pretty fa- it's a pretty head. famous story. It's like one of the worst like botched blade jobs ever. Yeah, it just like that happens, but you're just but with a banana. a banana, but with a banana. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, Mad Dog Vachon, but a banana, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, All right. It's just a stupid match, but it's, all... <laughs> it's great. something so visceral about Ricky Fuji out of breath trying to swallow this banana, <laughs> just looking, just looking miserable. Life or like, death. Yeah. One of my friends, if John Kasai. One time, I was in this like I was in this like relay race for it was like a Bible youth group thing or like fucking church lock in or something. I'm like 12 years old, and like there was a part of it where you like you have to eat you have to eat like some mini donuts some powder mini donuts yeah. and i shoved them all in my mouth and i uh Ooh. and i i like i it was one of the serious moments of, of my life as i disqualified myself from the event to go run and puke them up and like try to drink some water in the bathroom um saw every significant moment in my life flash before my eyes of which there were not many at that point and truly still aren't but <laughs> but in that moment i thought what if this is the last thing i ever do <laughs> And and yeah, that's that's what this match is gonna. Not not really. I think my my experience is probably quite a bit more harrowing than Ricky Fuji being out of breath from eating one banana. But um, yeah, you have a banana break. I'll have a banana break. All right, I'm gonna go get a banana, and uh, we'll, we'll we're making time. I got to check on this kid. Hopefully, she's fucked off. That's how they'd say it. That's how the white referee and Mad Dog McRae would say. Hopefully, yeah. my kid's fucked off. Is that good? No, it's not even. How about uh, in South Africa? It's it's bang bang. Let's see. That's good, right? I just want to say, I you know what I think you and I are. Mm. I think we're mad dog pilled. I think we're mad dog. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only. He's had a he's a good career, but he did he was he is traumatized by the thought of uh, every woman he's ever met having fucked a dog. Oh, okay. he knew. Oh uh, I... well, uh, he knew. He said he knew at least two who had fucked do- dogs. Awesome, awesome. What a good time, man. Mm. Well, we're not gonna keep all that in, but welcome back. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna jump into. We're not gonna say who we were talking about, but. 
Got to keep the dog fucking in there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or do you want to roll it back and do another one? And just, <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. All right, I'm all right, good cool. with the dog fucking. No, not you're not. You're good, you're good with the conversation <laughs> appearing in the podcast, but you're not good with the, the act or the accusation of. Yes. Um, I'm getting off this guy's page. Australians are cool. Um, Great country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad dog filled. <laughs> um, well, let's see here. I had something I was going to fucking talk about, but I, I don't really care anymore. Um, I'm just all, all, all day. I think about mad dog. Now I just think, yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, Kenji Fukumoto coming out. We didn't mention this. Kenji Fukumoto <laughs> last resort is last resort. <laughs> yeah. But Papa Roach. It's extremely funny. Yeah. Uh, and features in the very first clip that, uh, that was played on this very show, this very podcast, the opening yes. has, Nick Mondo coming out and stopping the the Johnny Cashmere and, and Justice Payne promo, um, also featuring Jin Kasai, of course. Um, it all comes back. It all, it all comes back to the crazy monkey. This guy, listen, you see this guy? He eats a fucking banana and then he puts on a go- as goggles and then he like slices his own chest with a fucking razor blade. This guy's fucking out of his mind. I'm trying to get him in Atlantic City, um, but COVID <laughs> stopping <laughs> this freaking. I thought it was a hoax, but then my great-grandmother died of it, and she was 102, but uh, tougher than a pack of cigarettes, uh, <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, the Italian-Americans, the Australians, shouts out to all of the... All of the... Funniest the, white people. The craziest white boys you know. Did you, did you hear Joe Biden say, like, uh, he called himself a white boy on that, like, uh, it was like a call with, uh, I don't know, progressive... Uh, leaders like NAACP yeah. and and he he said he called he referred to himself as uh, the white boy that or whatever you know the white boy that does this the white boy that gets it done <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. he's like he's so cool it's so he's... funny <laughs> that crazy white boy Joe Biden um he has Australian energy he's kind of a mad dog himself we just call him Joe Mad Dog Biden well of course uh, <laughs> Kim Jong-un said that he was a mad dog who needed to be put down right sure sick. right uh, what the what, John the Maverick McCain how about Joe Mad Dog Biden <laughs> it's just you know you should try to embrace your identity not run from it yeah yeah you got a favorite Christmas movie Die Hard it's not Die Hard. If it's gonna, if it's a Shane Black movie, it's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. But I'm not sure. Wait, the weapon? I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's a Christmas movie, isn't it? Kiss 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 Bang Bang. Yeah. Mm. There's some good Christmas movies, but the Christmas movie debate thing. Yeah. It's just it's old hack. I like it. What do you say? I like it. I like talking about it. I like I like I like two fucking guys with bad beards. Um, Arguing pop, over uh, whether the long kiss goodnight is a Christmas movie. <laughs> You know, it's a good time. Um, yeah, Christmas movies, Christmas themed. You like Christmas songs? You like old dumb Christmas songs? Christmas songs are all right. Yeah. Happy I, Holidays I, I, by Andy Williams is a fucking banger. You got to hear this dude. He's got some pipes on him. Uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas by Gayla Peavy. Fantastic. I'm a big fan of Nat King Cole's uh, rendition of of the Christmas song. The you know chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Uh, all all some bangers, if you ask me. Um, Mariah Carey, who could forget, yeah. um, probably my number one 
uh, the one I get the most horny for, Mariah Carey, have ever since I was four years old and saw the fantasy video, uh, roller skates. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I know you, you, buddy. I know you. Yeah, yeah. You got any? Uh, you got any big? Some any bangers of yours that uh, uh, Christmas bangers that you want to shout out? Let the people know. Huh? No. <laughs> none, none. What about the Pogue song where they just do oh, the slur? Oh, New York is classic. Yeah, you just big stay, ugly. You know I, be- love, I love bad, cheap Hallmark Channel and fucking Lifetime Christmas movies. I used to oh, watch 50 you- of those a fucking year with my mom. They're great. They're all bad. They're all fun. They're all... Yeah. There's a sliding scale of how good they are, though, of course. And, you know, it's about being corny. It's about having a hot lady protagonist. Have you uh, listened to Hillary the... Burton is is a great one to get. Sure. Okay. Not not familiar. Um have you heard Dave and Jeb aren't mean the podcast? It's Jeb Lund and David David Roth from uh whatever the the defector yes. guy. Yeah. Um and they they do a podcast where they just review um Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> um it's very good and they I think they take breaks off but um they they it's, I guess it's not all Christmas. It's all Hallmark movies, but they obviously they they get down hardest on the Christmas season. Um, Dave and Jeb aren't mean. Good podcast. Um, Have you seen any good movies lately? No, I haven't watched shit. We, we I haven't don't... watched much either. I will <clears> say, <throat> I'm going to bring up one specific movie because it's by possibly your favorite director that I watched last night. Okay. Joe. Joe. Oh, like, uh, Dave Gordon Green. Green. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. It's fucking great. Dave Gordon Green isn't my favorite director. He just directed one of my favorite movies. That's all. He's like you. You will always back him up, but that's not the point. Yeah. I just, I just watch it. You get the chance. Yeah. Okay. But also you, buddy. Did you see Mud? I think I got Joe and Mud mixed up a lot. Mud had Matthew McConaughey. They both have Ty Sheridan. They're both. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the ten. That's the ten guy, right? That's the guy who's the ten guy. Yes, and there's also uh, Friedkin's uh, Killer Joe that also that like Mud stars Matthew McConaughey. So it's all all it. the fuck. I haven't oh seen that God. yet, but it's also on Hulu. Hang on, hang on, I gotta, gotta watch it. I gotta shout at this kid. Hang on, God damn it. been listening a lot to the jesus lizard that's you know when i think christmas i think of jesus and when i think of jesus i think of jesus lizard the band david yow david yow in a santa outfit now that'd be great uh, he doesn't have the beard for it but he's got the he's got the belly he's got the energy you know you know what is more of a christmas song than lady shoes Riddle me that. Bucky's not here. I'm just talking, obviously. Don't matter. Is he going to leave this out? That's his call. So, but I'm going to save the dead air. I want to make it count for those people currently dying of coronavirus around the world, even though most of them are not Americans. And why is an American should I care about them? Huh. No. Uh, there are people making that, having that sincere thought right this fucking minute, though. It's great. What a fucking world we live in. Uh, now, all that brings me to Rick Wakeman. What does Rick Wakeman have to do with anything? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. But I'm still gonna play his album. Right for you, right now, on Sirius FM. 
the tape. God damn it. I was covering for you. All right. Well. You'll, you'll find out if it makes it. <laughs> Sounds good. dog shit. Yeah. Uh, we're going to say an hour 18 in to this recording. Um, that's about where that would be cut if it is cut. Um, but if it's not cut, then I guess we're shouting out about, what's that, 80, 160 people? Oh, yeah, a lot of them died. Yeah, 100, uh, like 155-ish people dead in the time we've been recording this, so that's cool. Anyways... Def, Xmas, Xmas. <laughs> Let's talk about a match that happened for the King of Freedoms World Championship on December 26, 2016. Right, Boxing Day. Between, between Daisuke Masuoka and Violento Jack. Violento Jack's had such a long run in Freedoms. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I mean, he's like lived in Japan full time. Um, That's what for I figured. A couple years. I've, I haven't, I feel like I've almost never seen him outside of Japan. I saw him work GCW once and... He's not, I mean, I, like, there's been, there was the weird DTU split, uh, so there's, like, less of a home for him directly in Mexico, but I imagine if he wanted to just work AAA, he easily could. Oh, yeah, he's probably boys with, with Pagano. Um, yeah, I, I don't think, I think he would have a job there. Um, Masaoka gets a bouquet from some children before the match, that's fun. They start, uh, real hard with elbows, really set the scene, they're, these two guys are gonna hit each other hard. Uh, it's, this has got a very... You know, hard-hitting junior heavyweight sort of vibe to it. Um, not unlike the best Takeda matches and, you know, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Maso gets a nice tope, tope it grabs one of the cut-up energy drink cans that are glued to a, I assume, energy drink. Yeah. Um, it's like one of the, it's like a thing that, it's like a, a prop, it's like a stamina X from Yakuza. Um, yeah. The He grabs that, those are glued to a, a glass pane and uh, really shoves it in Jack's head good. Um, they fight towards glass bumps, you know, um, Jack eventually goes for a power bomb, over lifts him and drops Masoka over his head, um, and then has to pick him up and do it again. And power bomb through the pane of glass with a bunch of half, uh, cut up cans on it. Um, I was wondering, it's really good. It's a really good glass explosion. Um, there's another one in this match that's. No, this is the ne- next match that I really like. No, um, there's no, there's one. In the, in there's one of this, but the one I'm thinking of is yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the the uh, the cut up can thing. I always wonder. I mean, I, I wonder this about pretty much every weapon. Who was the first person to break a light tube? Who was the first person to yada yada? Who was the first person cutting up the fucking cans? I don't know because cutting up the cans is very specific. Uh, as I've, I, I know you've st- you've done it. <laughs> yeah, and but I was like breaking the cans in half. I was like cutting. A, I was like cutting them after it already crumpled up and shit. Sure. I've, so you, were doing, like, you were doing you were doing BB eight ninety can crushes. Yeah. <laughs> and then ripping them apart afterwards, which is the part BB eight ninety doesn't show you in his videos. Here's the thing. So you feel like. Shuts out. So you need like a saw, right? Like a rotary saw, a bandsaw, <laughs> some kind of fucking shit to cut up these. Like they have them nice. Because they have to be nice enough to be able to glue, be glued into the board or whatever. Mm-hmm, sure. They have to be presentable. They, these promotions have a degree of an art department, you know? Even if that's just Dragon Libre or whatever. Yeah. Like, doing it himself to, pro- to uh, like, maintain why he gets paid by Takashi Sasaki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think uh, – I mean, look, it, and for them to look good is also um, tough to do. 
Like, um, it's not, it's, it's a scary weapon to me. It really is. I don't yeah. Know, I, I, I never cut myself on one. I know you have, we've talked about it, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it always kind of grosses me out. It's one of the ones that, it's one of the, one that, the ones that get to me still, yeah. um, the, the cut up cans. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is pretty sparse. The, the, the mise-en-scene here is pretty sparse. Uh, two glass panes, uh, a stack of chairs under one corner, I believe. Right? Yes, but, um, but 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 we have to acknowledge the elephant in the room. Yeah, because much like an elephant is very fucking tall. <laughs> yeah, the classic construction site scaffold. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you 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 see that, and you're just like, something just really fucking stupid's gonna happen in this match with yeah. that. Something something regrettable's gonna happen, and you're just. You're, you're hyped. It's never. It's never going to be bad. Well, it's a really cool thing they they do with the with the scaffolds here in in Corican specifically. Uh, this is from Corican Hall, of course. Um, they have them like over the corner of the ring, so you can just sort of. Yeah. It gives you an extra, like a a, a good angle. You, you get a little more freedom to to do certain things, um, as opposed to the one that's just next to the ring, you know, um, and it obviously there's a, a few big spots off of it here, um. But there's a what 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 stands out here? There's a huge uh, uh, bucket, probably ten thousand thumbtacks. Were these the go- yeah. the gold ones too? I feel these like the, yeah, gold these are gold ones. ones. Yeah, uh, uh, Masoka just dumps them all over himself and Jack. He dumps them over his own head, which he does regularly. Yeah, which I think is just him being, you know, that's his version of like the take a uh, light tube, crack and break it over, over yourself. Head, yeah. I think this is better. I love the dump over yourself. That's oh, like, it's a beautiful that's so cool. Show. Yeah, it's a cool yeah. thing. Masoka's cool. He's he doesn't. I, I know like the real freaks love him, but I feel like he doesn't. Um, to people who just like watch GCW or whatever, maybe Masaoka doesn't uh, uh, resonate with as, as yeah. much. Um, you rarely see people so talking to him. He's had the two appearances, and both are good. Though. Yeah, he's uh, in it, he, he's in uh, Tournament of Survival, right? Yeah, Tournament of, the uh, second Tournament of Survival. Mm-hmm. He's, so he's part of the great, the iconic uh, Nick Gage promo. Okay, sure. Guys have best matches in the yeah. world, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, he's, he, he's in he's uh, in a van smoking crack. Yeah, like it's Alex Cologne in Chicago and uh, on the first show of 2019. I think, oh, I think okay, yeah, yeah, that was that's a good a show, really good match. That's but... a, that was the first time we saw Orin Vite, I think, was in that show. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's got injury troubles. I know he hurt himself this year in a match with Takeda. I I know Teddy's been he's talked that one up. Um, yeah, he's he's a good guy. He's a good dude. Just like yeah, you know, he's one of those guys who just was sort of like, you know what, fuck, I'm gonna start doing death matches. Yeah, so he was and a junior guy, he was just a regular junior worker before this. Yeah, before a, a switch was flipped. Yeah, and he has that like same look, like he could have been like part of like the Rattels in fucking uh, Noah or some shit with the blonde mm-hmm. hair. Yeah, he's a Rattels yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's a, like the big, the big uh, Cabrada. He, all seem, that kind he of seems shit. like an Osaka punk for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, he's cool. He's cool. Uh, Emily wasn't really watching this, uh, but she would look up every now and then and say, wow, more people are wearing masks in the crowd here than there are in most grocery stores. And she's got some fun asides that she likes to drop in there. Um, she, we, we, we got really drunk and, uh, read the, and she read the entire pitchfork, uh, top 50 list to me, um, last night while we were on the deck, uh, like an hour, she would just pick out little excerpts and it's a good time if you want to some entertainment read that pitchfork list um it's very funny i wish i would have taken some notes on it um 
Jack's going up the scaffold. Uh, well, actually, Masoka climbs first, uh, hits a big splash, and his face basically lands in the tax. Yeah. Um, and then Jack goes up the scaffold a second time, hits like a, a one-foot step-off sort of swanton. Yeah, uh, this lands. is a tubby man hitting this big swanton. He hits hard, too. Jack has got yeah. a... He's definitely adjusted to, to working Japanese sort of junior hard-hitting style. Because um, he throws his... he got like a spinning kick at some point early on uh, that just fucking plasters him in the face and hard elbows, you know. Um, yeah. There's a... What? He hits a tra- the the package pile driver, of course. Um, yeah. The Trapper Keeper Bomb, as it was known uh, in Van City. Shouts out to Makabe. Um, there's a, a pane of glass at some point set up across across two chairs in the ring. Four chairs. Yeah, four yeah, chairs. Yeah. Um, they both go to the scaffold. It's like a tease of a package pile driver, but it ends with uh, my notes in here. <laughs> ends <laughs> with an air raid crash by Moscow. Yes, of course, of course. Okay. Um, yeah, they yeah. land. They land safely. Like it, it was. It was like pretty spot on precision with this. Um, they really, they really nailed it. Like if you're gonna do a scaffold air raid crash through a pane of glass, <laughs> um, this is about as good as it could go. I think. Yeah. Really yeah, nice. You know, all of you aspiring freaks out there, we yeah. know you're listening. Yeah. Take um, notes, as Eddie Kingston would say. Study. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Sounded a little bit like Garjulo when you said. <laughs> Uh, it's a tough. Yeah, he's a good guy. It's, we're all trying to sound like him. Uh, that gets two. And <laughs> scaffold, yeah. scaffold air raid crash through glass. That's two. That's two. That's um, two. And then they, we get a, a finishing run here that ends with this, It's what do you call it, the Meteora? Yeah. Um, which is a move that I don't really like. A lot of people uh. do it and like roll through and it kind of looks like shit. You know? Uh, I, like Sasha Banks has really good ones. Uh, sometimes if she's in there with somebody who she's like, if she's in there with Charlotte yeah. and her, they're just beating the shit out of each other. Um, or, uh, uh, Andrade, you know, La Sombra yeah. has like a great one, obviously. Um, I, I think of the double knee strikes. I'd rather, I'd rather go with like the opponent or like, like Kudo as in just K-U-D-O. Yeah. Kudo from me. DDT. Yeah. Like just due to the lying opponent, or if you're going to do like the somato that uh, Hiroshima does, where you just run full speed into your opponent yeah. in the fucking corner. Yeah, Mike great. Bailey, Mike Bailey doing a shooting star double knee, like yeah, like but like, yeah. landing on yeah as a splash sort of move. Yeah, much. Better. I like the idea of the meteora more than I like the meteor itself. But this is a cool good one. idea because yeah, uh, Masoka has a great one. He you lands know, on him. One. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a decent shout out too. Um, yeah, the 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 landing here is pretty harsh, and doing it off of a scaffold is crazy. That takes some, that's that's some, you know, uh, and poorly. Yeah, there's some chemistry there to actually, you know, for the guy to stand in the right place, for the guy to bump right, for the, you know, it's it's a, that took some doing, I'm sure. There's a lot of ways you could fuck that up, um, and they had pretty much everything spot on in this match. This is a very standard, like to me, this is a very standard Japanese cork and hall deathmatch main event. Um, but you don't, there's not a style much better than that, you know? No, it's always, it's really hard for it to not deliver. You really have to have some shit bodies in there. And these yeah. guys aren't shit bodies in yeah. there. And even then, no. even if it's Ryuji Ito and fucking some other broken down guy, it's still probably going to be pretty okay. Um, yeah, Masoka. I think, I think I need to pay more attention to him. I just watched that match where he apparently had a career threatening injury against Takeda this year. <laughs> Uh, um, and has not returned, from what I understand. 
Who would be in a rush right now? Yeah, well, Rush finally came back last night. I hear. I want to see. Yeah. I want to see everything that unfolded with Bestia Del Ring. This fucking yeah, I love his dad. Yeah, that, his dad is the is the rawest guy in wrestling. He's one of the best. Yeah, I that that last couple years uh, CMLL run where they would let Dragon Lee be like sort of a heel sometimes and. Um, that family, the Munoz family, the Munoz family, yeah, yeah. great guys, great guys. Shout out to Rush. Um, yeah. that Ring of Honor card is bizarre. Um, there's a lot of guys that I that, that looks like a good ass match or a good a good show to me. Like yeah, spotty, it's like, but uh, Shane Taylor subbing in for EC for yeah, <laughs> and, and we just left. Yeah, Shane Taylor like, versus Jay Briscoe. Like it's 2004. That's a bad match. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'll watch that shit. Um, uh, don't necessarily need a 25 minute. Uh, Pure rules match with Flip Gordon, but John Gresham can pull that off. That's true. I believe make, if anybody's going to do twenty five with Flip Gordon and make it work, it's Jonathan Gresham. I believe you that. know, fucking uh, Deppin and Dragon Lee. Yeah, that that's sounds awesome. Shit. That's a fucking awesome match. I'm sure. Yeah, I, that's I, what, that's what, that's a match that Deppin has fucking earned at this point. Yeah, great. I'm sure he was. Hot take. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure he was fucking very excited to do it. He goes hard in his in his big matches that he's gotten over the last year or so. Uh, Dan Housen made the roster, so hopefully right. Dan Housen uh, gets his ass beat. The mime gets his ass beat by yeah. Bestia Del Ring. That's what you. That was the first thing you said was hopefully I, Bestia could just beat up Dan Housen. <laughs> I mean, Stiff his ass. That's a very like ROH TV style match. You could see them booking that, except it would be too competitive and it'll go seven minutes when it should go three. Yeah, um, like giving this motherfucker dancing spot. No, no, yeah. dance Bestia fucking clotheslines him in the side, of the neck, and yeah. you know. Donnie, Donnie's fucking dead. Yeah, Danhausen had a uh, he he had a, a brief appearance on the worldwide workout show, um, and it was like I, I realized, oh, this is just what they do. This is what he posts on YouTube or on, on Twitter. This is like his promos that went si- like semi viral and got everybody to change their name to like Johnhausen. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, fuck Pighausen, fuck Pighausen, yeah, uh, twat Waffelhausen. Um, they, this is just one of his, and it was like you know, whatever. It's cool. Danhausen is a signed with Ring of Honor talent. Good for, I'm all of Worldwide's big gets uh, for for that show. I'm like happy about hot uh, hot Briley, hot hot young Briley or whatever. Yeah. Um, but seeing Danhausen actually like watching one of his YouTube promos or whatever, um, just because it's attached to my friend's show that I'm watching. It was a realization that people actually like that shit, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, worldwide, uh, worldwide. I'm not telling you you should have cut that. I think I fully am with you for <laughs> for asking for it, getting it, and putting it in the show because uh, somebody's gonna like it. It's just not me. All right, that's all. <laughs> just, yeah, you know, the fifth best member of the production. <laughs> yeah, a distant fifth. Oh, main event time. Main event time. Uh, this is from 2018. Xmas yes. Day, Bloody Xmas. Uh, not to be confused with Nutsville Xmas, of course. Uh, Jen Kasai versus Masashi Takeda. And this is a, sort of a rematch uh, from, uh, from their... I think they might have show, shown clips of the Jen yeah. Kasai 20th anniversary match, which I remember watching at work on my breaks the same day that I went to see the Nick Cage Invitational in 2018. Um, and when I got to Mike Stock's apartment to pick him up, to drive to Chicago, he was watching this match. <laughs> or this, not this match, that match. Uh, yeah. But this is a rematch of that. 
Yeah, um, and it's part of. I mean, because Takeda and uh, Kasai go back. Yeah, seen the photo of that of uh, Takeda is like a seventeen year old or whatever. Yeah, just yeah. like, like just like hanging, just taking a photo, taking a mark pic with his guy. Jun Kasai, even though he he trained under Kiyoshi Tamura, he's like, no, I want to be a deathmatch guy too. Yeah, I want to, like, some uh, fucking maniac. And it's the crazy kid versus the crazy monkey. And, you know, it's yeah. celebrating, tw- uh, you know, the guy, the fucking king of this shit and uh, the emperor of this shit. That's what they have in Japan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. John Kasai's, uh, deathmatch Hirohito. So, yeah. you know, this is, you know, why not? So why not this run it is, back? It was a great match. I think this is sort of what American deathmatch fans, like people who are just like into GCW and know about the Japanese stuff and watch some of it. But to, to them, this would be the biggest match. Right. And, and it really yeah. is. I think it's, I think it's probably one of the biggest drawing matches you could do um, outside of. Thought, yeah. They've had, they've run it multiple times in big main event spots because yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it just works. It's, it's off. It's so obvious. Yeah. You it's, know, it's but, two generations that are, uh, you know, it's like, it's, it's the craziest guy from each of, you know, the last two decades. Um, and obviously Kasai has continued to be crazy and has stayed crazy and somehow is still able to work a match like this, um, which is really incredible. You know, he's, he's, he looks good every time you see him. I thought he was awesome in 2018. I thought he was a phenomenal year for him. Yeah. Yeah. They both, uh, 18 was the year that Takeda also had that long BJW title run. Right. And that, like the match with Kodaka. Yeah. And he was the double champion. He was the unified uh, champion. Yeah. Freedoms and BJW. Yeah. 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 Uh, a hell of a year. I think he was my second, my number two wrestler of the year that year. I don't remember who was number one. Uh, probably Rush or La- it was La Parca. It was, L- it was L.A. Park because Rush. Yeah. And that was the right. Okay, 2018. What a year that was. God damn. Yeah. Uh, remember, uh, remember before we had uh, this guy Joe Biden. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Freaking. Remember we had <laughs> we had Jobs Hope and one other thing. Uh, the uh, Emily got Emily actually got into this one. This is when she finally started watching. Uh, she was impressed by the entrances and especially appreciated Takeda's grotesque face mask. Yes. Um, which she was like, oh, he's taking it off? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I think he's only got one eye. I don't think he could even wrestle in that. <laughs> it's like only one eye is exposed in this thing. It's it's cool. Though. It's got a sort of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, look to it. Yeah. Uh, by way of, like, Japanese metal, you know. Um, as they do the, the announcements, Kasai just keeps laying down on his back. Uh, and then he sits up on his announcement and flips the double bird at Takeda. He's, he's an edgy guy. Um, I, I love Japanese, like, punk dudes just flipping, uh, flipping the bird. I love, I don't know, I think Middle Finger is one of the funniest things in the world. (laughs) It is, it's always funny, honestly. Yeah, I, I remember, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Aaron Hart, shouts out, uh, a a retired professional wrestler in his own right, but, uh, we were friends, uh, I don't know, he's two years older than me, we grew up together, and, uh, he got sent home or suspended or maybe just a lot of detention or something for in like fourth grade, he flipped his teacher off. And, um, she said, uh, she like, you know, called him out on it and said, you go to the principal. And he said, it's not, I'm not, I'm not sticking out my middle fingers. I'm, I'm sticking out my middle finger and my thumb. And he did the Sufi, the, <laughs> you know, the Sufi, the super God. finger, Dan Cook shouts out, um, where you hold your thumb. Cause some people, some people do the thumb, the, the thumb out with the, with the middle finger, which is not how I do it. No, oh, no. But he, that, that always stuck with me. I said fourth grade. I think he was like in second grade, actually. <laughs> good kid. Good kid. Went on to be in the Marines. Excellent. Enlisted in 2004. One of those guys. Um, 
He's got a child now named Cambria, named after the band Coheed and Cambria. Uh, he's you a good know, guy, though. He's a good you guy. Know, it's how it's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 first guy at my mom's funeral, obviously. Uh, yeah, my boy. Um, the, there's like a board that I thought had nails sticking out of it, but it turned out to be uh, razors, right? It's razor blades. It does look like the it does look they, like little it, nails. They, it's the yeah, lighting and the way they angle the shot, it looks like nails. It looks yeah. uh, there's more dimension to it than just razor blades. Yeah. on the on like fucking bolt on like yeah they look like they're extending out yeah it's weird it's a weird yeah but then we figure that out later um there's another board that has i said gusset plates but this is probably circuit boards too right yeah and a bunch of yellow forks uh which is cool (laughs) um we get some staple gun stuff Uh, my wife is automatically like just like grossed out but she's into this because these are two weird looking freak guys whereas like you know violento jack just looks like some dude um and Masaoka looks like some fucking Japanese dude, you know, like, whereas, yeah. but these guys look like they are like real disgusting, like cross punk fighter guys. Um, so she was real into that. Um, there's, I uh, see like staples, the cover, Takeda staples, the cover of Tokyo sports world or something to Kasai's head. Maybe it was a porno. Um, I think it was, it might've been a poster for the show. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I choose to think it was a, a porno with all yeah, the, it could be porno. with all the blurred out bits, um, uh, a hentai manga perhaps. Uh, and he has like the, this gigantic fucking pair of scissors that he does it with too. Yeah. But no, not a Chekhov's pair of scissors. They don't just don't come back into play. Yeah. The, they're the entire the match. Best. Yeah. Um, they're, 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 well, they're around. No, it's a, it's a knife that comes back. We'll talk about that. There's a knife too. Sorry. Yeah. I was like, wait, no, that comes back. Um, the, the, there's a uh, Kasai gets the staple gun, delivers a staple to the bridge of his nose, uh, like Daniel Stern takes in Home Alone too. Of course, who could forget? Um, Great Christmas movie. Yeah, directed by Christopher Columbus, one of the like wor- one of the worst directors of all time. Awful fucking yeah, director. yeah. Uh, I, uh, I always think that his that Polar Express was a Christopher Columbus movie, even though it's not. It's no, Zemeckis, that's Zemeckis because they're the same asshole, mind. but. I mean, Zemeckis was good at one point, at least. Uh, I, I mean, I, th- I think Back to the Future movies are good, at least. Uh, Roger Rabbit, I hear, is good. I've never seen it. Um, Polar Express is one of the worst movies. It's just a, it's a movie with no content. There's nothing, no. In, there's nothing in it. There's no characters, and it's just weird and creepy and deifies Santa in like the weirdest way. Um, yeah, I'm not, not a fan. Can't really talk a lot about uh, that movie because my daughter's with an earshot. Um, what, what do you think about Beowulf, then? I, I just watched it. You, you probably saw, uh, I posted, yeah, Beowulf is, <laughs> Beowulf kicked ass. It's not a good movie, but I support it 100%. Um, and we're going to watch A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey, because it looks insane. Um, but I'm not going to show, I'm going to watch that by myself um, sometime in the, the coming My week. definitive uh, Christmas Carol is the one with Patrick Stewart. Uh, uh, and like 55 other great British actors. Sure. Uh, for me, I'd probably go with the Muppet one. Um, Michael Caine. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's not one of the better Muppet things, but it's really good. We watched the. Uh, you know what? You asked me earlier if we had watched any movies. I watched the Muppet movie for the first time. Um, oh. uh, I may have seen it when I was a kid, but I don't have any memory of it. And I had no idea of all the cameos. The songs are all great. Pearl was into it. Um, one of the most delightful experiences I've had watching a movie in years. Well, if you're into that Paul Williams uh, written content, now it's time to watch. Uh, 
Phantom of the Paradise of Pearl. That'll definitely fuck her up. And that's what we need for our, ne- our next generation of uh, deathmatch podcasters. My my kid's not allowed to see a Brian De Palma movie until she is 25. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So what do we got here? Uh, Emily is uh, starting to enjoy this because they're, like, laughing at each other between strikes. Uh, there's a she. They're trying to pop the crowd. It's great. That's, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, it's, she's... it's it's so much. It's it's more fun than Minoru Suzuki's. Like, ah, because these guys are already crazy because they're fucking suplexing each other for, into glass and yeah. shit. Like that guy's just old. Yeah. No, Emily. Emily got. To, she Emily. They were popping Emily. She was way into it, and I'm sitting here quietly taking notes like a fucking psycho lunatic and not popping or making any sounds. <laughs> just clack clacking away on a fucking keyboard. Um, real desert, d- diseased individual I am. Um, the the nail board is a razor board. That's I figured it out around this point because I get spine busted on it. Um, put he, he Takeda puts it on his back, smashes it with a chair. It's good. It's all good. He's bleeding real good. They yeah. bleed a lot in this match. This is a very fucking bloody match. Oh yeah, and you get like the Takeda, you know, chair shot, chair over the face. Yeah, that's that's chair. ruthless. That's that, one of the most repulsive. And you and like destroys he, both I, chairs, both the one he's hitting and the one he's swinging. And he always, and he always like seems, uh, as far as I know, he's never fucked that spot up. Sammy Callahan tried that spot once. With oh, and killed Eddie, Ed- Eddie Edwards, yeah, yeah, right? And then he made, the, it's like, no, because that man is an idiot. Yeah, yeah, of course, like, of course. Uh, there's a level of safety and precaution uh, being taken by one of these wrestlers, but not the other. Um, Takeda has that, the, I wrote it down as Brutus Beefcake Shears. Um, and oh, he's yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck is the pair of scissors for? Um, and it's for Takeda to stab him a bunch. It's a good time. Um, Takeda is maybe one of the best deathmatch wrestlers in the world, but he still suffers from the exact same issue that every other deathmatch wrestler suffers from, is that he has no idea how big a a steel pane or a, a glass pane or a, a, a wooden door is, because he never sets the chairs up the right distance from each yeah. other. What? Why is this so fucking hard for people? I don't no, I mean, I think the thing of it is every time I've never seen it, it, it work out first. It depends on like the like the size of the thing, because like, I'm sure, it's, yeah, it changes. It's not the same size glass pane every match you work. I know, and that. also like it'll set the chairs. Like it only takes him like an like an extra second or two because it ends up it ends up setting for him because it's long enough. But it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like he just like oh shit, there's like a foot of room between this bucket chair and. Yeah, like, sometimes like, they'll try to I set it up on the. Fucking move on this shit. Fuck. They'll try to set it up on the backs of the chairs. Sometimes, just like they, like they, they've never watched another person have a match and have this issue. Like I don't know, it's always very funny to me. Um, it's one of those death match things, though, um, that I we've probably talked about before. It's always funny to me. Um, yeah. And uh, what what do we? This is the this is the spot I was talking about earlier, where I was really impressed by the explosion of the glass. Yeah. Um, it's across, it's a glass pane across four chairs in the middle of the ring. They exchange some, uh, some waist locks attempts at Germans. Um, and when Takeda actually hits the German on, on Kasai, he sort of hits the chair a little bit with his shoulder, but also you can, and you see it like, uh, in a replay later on, you really see it. Uh, but I noticed this even at the angle in the, the full speed first time I saw it, this German suplex, when Kasai hits the glass, uh, you, you know, in the matrix, when the, uh, the helicopter crashes into the building and you see like the, the waves in the, in the glass building before the entire thing shatters. Yeah. So it's, it looks kind of like that. You can sort of see the kinetic energy move through the glass and then it shatters. It's really cool. It was really, 
really a great, great shot. 10, uh, 10 uh, on the smart mark scale. Yes, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Um, I, I, and uh, I'll, also just a, a hell of a, uh, a hell of a fucking bump. <laughs> yeah. You know, taking a fucking German suplex into a glass pane. Seems it's pretty common these days, but pretty intense. Um, Kasai somehow gets the upper hand again and uh, hits a like an avalanche uh, second rope fall, like falling pile driver. He's got his back to the ring um, and he falls on the, on the forkboard. On the forkboard. But Takeda barely hits at all and Kasai just takes like 55 forks in his asshole. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, ah, it was not because that's really hard it's hard to plan these things yeah you don't really understand these props before you are in the match with them, and you still don't really fucking understand them they're just like all right let's a board of forks on it i'll figure it out i feel like eric ryan has a pretty good idea that if he does this it's not going to be good for him and it's gonna it's not gonna work out that well um but uh, you know eric ryan probably still has a few more uh iq points than kasai has had knocked out of his head um kasai has the skewers and he puts them in the back between the uh, shoulder blades, which I've never nasty. seen that. I've never seen that yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's it, uh, there's been some advancement in the art of the the skewer usage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was it was it? I think it, uh, Dominic Garini's trying to stab Josh Bishop in the heart. Might yeah. be the other way around. I forget. Uh, and from then their second match uh, last year. Beautiful. And then also they uh, he put the skewers in. Josh put the skewers in uh, Dom's ear at some point, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a new one. Also, <laughs> these but guys are doing like, it. The thing with the skewers is, okay, so the skewers themselves, mm-hmm. bad, but what really is fucking scary is if you do a move with the skewer still in, and what the fuck could happen there to the bump when the skewer just sticks? Yeah. Because it's a fucking six-inch, like, fucking yakitori It would skewer. have to be, you know, the Fusilli Jerry? That shit's Jerry? not just gonna break. Are you familiar with the Fusilli Jerry? Yeah. It goes up uh, 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 Frank Costanza's ass. In the episode of Seinfeld, yeah, season eight, I believe the Fusilli Jerry, um, one in a million shot, Doc. I think the chances of one skewer being able to pierce the spinal column is very, very unlikely. Um, about the spinal column, but it's just like it just it just grows. It just looks like he hurt like a motherfucker. Well, and they do it because he hits a fucking one winged angel. (laughs) Yes, which is a still a fucking great move. I mean, you know the guy who does it sucks but like fucking cool move you can't fuck up uh any kind of uh electric chair driver too bad i disagree i disagree i've seen it i've seen it in, in my I... in my own front yard <laughs> yep um I thought you were just gonna bitch about a warren fight there oh yeah no i I'm, well, uh, look cool, i'm over it visually you're just yeah just i don't approve of this methodology <laughs> that he does here i just i don't think it's hmm We'll have time to talk about Orinvite next week. Yeah. Um, Takeda is like lying between four chairs and the young boys are all holding the ladder uh, up. Um, so what, what happens here? It's, it's Kasai is going to go up the ladder for a splash. He, He's gonna, draw, yeah. he draws a heart in blood on the, on the glass uh, pane. Yeah, um, he's wiping his uh the, the blood off of his forehead so yeah, he can dr- fucking see. Right, he's just wiping it off. But he's also he, he draws does a heart. heart. He does, and, he intentionally draws to do a heart. Yeah, and my wife said, "Aw." My wife said, "Aw." So that's <laughs> good. Um, There's a, a little something. These two weird men. A little something. That's undeniable. For, a little something for the ladies, you know. Jin Kasai yeah. is, is is he's about his uh his pimps and his hoes. That's right. Um, 
Takeda uh, gets up from under the glass pane, climbs the ladder, and then just gets knocked right off into the glass. And then they do the Pearl Harbor splash, which I thought was a really good way to tease one yeah. spot and then pay it, pay it off in a, in a way that you didn't expect. Um, yeah, it always seems like it's going to end up being, oh, rushed up and then superplex or whatever. Yeah. And that's still, yeah, fuck that. Uh, Pearl Harbor splash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Takeda hits the fucking the, the Danny Havoc dragon. Uh, with the bundle of tubes, um, there's a bunch of tats. That's always the yeah. That he was trying that for a while, and then it wouldn't work because. He, but he, what he would do is usually you do the one tube. Yeah, you can't do it with one tube because one tube it, just it just doesn't have just like not going to be. Well, you you, you miss it a lot. Yeah, it, and what you need is the tubes to break the tubes in the set. It's just the tubes to break each other. Yeah, well, if you got a bundle, it really is, look, it's not about the impact of the. This is simple uh, mathematics, okay? You just you got yeah. more tubes, and you, you you got a better chance of breaking at least one. It's, and you know what it also is? The stock market. <laughs> Playing the tube more market. More tubes equals more fun. More tubes oh, equals yeah. more fun. And this is the only match that has any tubes in it. And I thought that was a really good choice on your part when you yeah. laid out this. That you, you were clearly booking a card, and it was it, it works out well because we get here, and, and my wife is, like, you know, into it. She she got she was built up through the card. It's pretty cool. Um, they do some more shit. I don't know. They're all Like, people are slipping on glass and fucking thumbtacks and blood. Um, I guess it has a knife. Gets a fucking knife. He had it in his, uh, his bag because the thumbtacks are part of Takeda's bag. It's an alpha, it's an alpha weapon yeah. bringing match where you get your own. Yeah, bring you... what you want to bring. Sure. And yeah. they just have sacks. Yeah. I think that was the only thing in, uh, in Kasai's weapon sack, but you know, <laughs> was a, was a big long knife. Um, fucking dull ass, gross knife. Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, it gets pounded into his own head, you know, um, there's a there's a really cool spot somewhere here towards the end too where uh, I think the knife is in play. Kasai is bent over at some point and he just sort of jumps up and slams the back of his head into Takeda's jaw as a yeah. transition spot. So cool. That's Such a great a... like yeah. You, that's just like a nice, just a cool headbutt spot. You, that doesn't have anything to do with any weapons or shit. That's just cool. Just yeah. fucking anybody could do that. Yeah, that's good. Brian Pillman Jr. could do that. Brian Pillman Jr. could do that. He won't, and but it would make him a little bit better. Um, uh, the the finish here, I think, is like a gotch style pile driver into the forks. Because uh, I wins this, uh, wins the King of Freedom's title. Is that right? Yes. Is this, is this for, yeah, it's for the title. Um, once again, though, gotch style pile driver into the forks probably takes more forks in the ass than Takeda took in the head. Uh, but hey, whatever gets the job done, sometimes you got to take thirty forks up your ass to win a wrestling match. And that's really what Takeda and Kasai are all about. Willing, you know, willing to take the fork up the ass. You know, sometimes uh, you get forked when you're trying to fork, and it's just how it goes. <laughs> sometimes uh, sometimes the world forks you back. That's right. Um, fork bites, man. Okay, yeah. Uh, fork, uh, yeah. Forks are one of those weapons that, like, I, I really like the idea. You know, because barbed wire and light tubes are going to cost you a little bit. But forks, you just go to Sam's Club and just buy a four, like four hundred fucking, and then you get yeah. a piece of, piece of foam board and you just go wild. Or just you're just Derek Ryan and you just have like deep pockets full of forks. You're yeah, just pulling out and stabbing. People. That's a that's a great bit. That's <laughs> forks are good. I'm glad forks, forks came back because they they were away for a while. Um, I credit homicide and the uh, the 2006 Cage of Death thing. Uh, where he brings, he comes in and throws everybody a fork. That's maybe the greatest spot in the history of professional wrestling, actually. <laughs> uh, it's either that or that winger flaming fucking Vexenton. It's one of those two things. Um, yeah. 
Both of those men have wrestled the the originator of the Blood Christmas, John Kasai. That's right. That's right. Um, So, yeah. Merry Christmas. It all comes together. It all comes together. Merry Christmas to all of yours. I was saying it to you. I don't know about the other holidays. I don't know when they're... It's Hanukkah done. I, Hanukkah ended time is, uh, yesterday, I believe, and we were yeah. gonna make latkes because they because Pearl wants to make latkes because they because all the you know Christmas TV specials always like you know talk about Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, um, which is fair. Uh, I, uh, the Hanukkah uh, part is usually just the menorah and latkes. That's like what they yeah. talk about. And that's uh, had a good. Uh... The Hanukkah special growing up, as far as I remember. Yeah, sure. You know, I, not, I, I remember I that. I remember that. it a lot, but you know. Wait, I don't. I don't think anybody needs to go back to Rugrats. I think we should leave that in the past. I think. I yeah. I just. I just stick with my Hey Arnold, and yeah. you know what? It's getting me places. Yeah. I'm having a great year. Rocco's Modern Life. Like we don't need to Rocco's go any a further. Classic. Than that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I hope everybody. They're calling it the most dangerous Christmas ever, or I'm calling it that. It's been my display name for a month. <laughs> <laughs> um, just ever since uh, they couldn't do Joe Biden uh, jokes anymore, because <laughs> it's just it's like not I, you have to you have to be topical, right? And he won. It, I mean, fuck. Yeah, he did win. Well, we didn't really it, talk about the Stop the Steal campaign much on this podcast, because it, but it's been a fucking fun time to watch all this. Um, it's been like a Christmas gift every day, and now we're in a spot where it's also not only a Christmas every day, it's nine eleven every day. Oh, it's nine eleven every day. Do you want to know? Just... Do you want to know? Uh, How many people have died since all right, we, we're going to do uh, – all right, so 117 minutes uh, to seconds. 7,220 seconds. So let's say 7,200 7, divided by yeah. 33. Since we started recording this podcast, as it ticks over to the 1 minute 57 mark on the raw recording, this is a, this is a short one. We did good. We did good. We Only 212.72727272727 people died since we started That's, doing this. You know what? We have not caused the 9-11 with this, with this <laughs> podcast episode, as far as I can tell. As much I as mean, it, not that we caused the virus... That's a that's a crazy allegation. That <laughs> they they, they were saying that, that we intentionally released that guy on YouTube was saying that really funny. Yeah, I, well, I I said what if what if we what if John Wayne Murdoch ate a bat in a match, and that was my idea. And he heard the podcast and he went over and did it. He went over to China's uh, death match scene uh, and ate a bat, and then it was all downhill from there. And here we are. And uh, this isn't even us signing off on 2020 because we no. gotta, we're going to do a fucking we're going to do another show. We're gonna do a year end spectacular. Yeah. You come to. You I don't. Come... I don't think I have. I don't think I can watch. I don't want to. I don't want to watch wrestling. I don't want to watch any more wrestling from this year. I think. I'm, I think my list is locked in. It's gonna be seven ICH, ICW NHB matches, and it's gonna be. I'm gonna look like a fucking guy who doesn't watch wrestling, and that's true because wrestling watching has been tough this year. Wrestling watching has been. Real difficult this year, but I've been I've been doing fine. I've been feeling better than you, but yeah. only with things that are really. Good. I can't watch anything where people aren't bleeding. That's how. That's kind of where I'm at too. I I don't I don't enjoy anything where ridiculous. people aren't bleeding. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's like I need something grotesque for this grotesque period of time. Yeah, 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 totally. I think that's I one of the reasons the like, the scene is thriving so well. Probably. 
Yeah, I just don't. I don't want to watch fucking people trading holds and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you, oh, you're trading a hold. Oh, it's a reversal. Oh, you're, you're jerking have, yourselves off for forty minutes. Have you seen the the Takeda and Ishikawa WXW stuff? Uh, they wrestled Walter and Thatcher. Or they, well, they were teamed up with. They split them up. Um, I should, like. I, should, I feel like I should watch that stuff, but I don't. I don't. I don't think I am. I don't think I'm going to. I'm not a well. That is right before everything went to yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, Luckily, so I mean, and those are those are guys. And but you know, we'll watch that later. Yeah, yeah. I'm not after 2021. Yeah, I got more. I got more fucking Nolan Edward matches to watch. I guess I don't know. I don't yeah, know. We'll do. We'll bring some. Uh, we'll bring some idiot on. Somebody yeah. funny, and we'll uh, talk about ambition or some shit. And we'll yeah. just talk about those. Or you know what we'll really do? We want to talk about ambition. We'll just talk about those guys. You well, know what we'll do? We'll talk about sausages. I love sausages. Okay. Uh, I, just, yeah. I just love I just love smoked meats of all kinds. That's that is a recurring theme in the show for sure. Absolutely. Um, well, it's been another two minutes. Uh, so uh, one point. I don't know. Uh, no, four, three about... three point eight five people have died. Yeah, yeah. Since we last gave you an update. Yeah. Um, Pedro Getton. Literally. Death to America. Death to America. Touch a stranger's blood. Smoke yeah. a stranger's meat. Yeah. Um, everybody have uh, a, a Merry Christmas if you celebrate. And uh, remember the reason for season is blood. Um, Stay as fucking safe, yeah. idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah.